Podcast Judge! Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of Lost in Translation 1. I'm May. And I'm Jack. And this week we watched Yoshi's Biggest Battle, the one with herself. Or, the singing voice that cowls upon a miracle. Oh, the Lillamon evolution. I, yep, missed that. You really have to stop mispronouncing it, it's the most annoying That's why I do it. Yeah, but nobody likes it except for you. And that's what I need, that's fine, I love it. And, the Clash with Marukimon. Or, the D-A-T-S-T-M Annihilated Clash Mer- Mercurymon. Okay. That is correct. It should be Marukimon. The 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 one of the the saying dats as the acronym was strong. That that part was strong. <laughs> the rest was awful. <laughs> but digi news this week. First up, not too much digi news because tries next week. Kind of like in between. It's sort of like the eye of the storm where everything's calm and we're about to get hit by part five in a week. You so. have to try and hold in your excitement. Uh, also, isn't the Atmon finale then? Yes, Atmon finale is also on the same. Day is Try Chapter Five. So that's next week. Yep. So there's day. only two more episodes of Edmund left. Yes, the one we from last week, which we haven't watched yet, and we'll, we'll be releasing on Sunday, and then the one that's releasing tomorrow morning, which will be re- releasing in a week. Well, yes. There's three more episodes then. Of the show that's airing in Japan, there's tomorrow and next week's. So of our show, there's three. Yes. But we, but three more for us to watch. Three more of us to watch. That's what I mean. Yes. Okay. Cool. But there was a bit of news which is pretty exciting, considering we are covering Digimon Adventure V Tamer at the moment, and that's that Arcademon is going to be in Cyber Sleuth, not Cyber Sleuth. Yes, Cyber Sleuth hacks memory. Yeah. Which is just not. It's like, yeah, remember that thing that everyone mm. really wanted? Yeah, it's in the sequel to the non-canon game. Well, it is canon in its own universe. No, I. That's how non-canon things work, May. It's that called Elseworld stories. That means Tamers isn't canon. No, no, but they're, they're all mainline series. Cybersworth can be a mainline series. It's not, though. It's not it, a TV show. It does have universe hopping from the 3DS game. Oh, my God. Well, fine. It has effectively female Taichi from V-Tamer. What the hell is that? She has the same Digimon and she's got a similar personality. Did she meet Davis as well? No. Because he is equally crap as always? No, but this character... Is Davis would... dead, May? No, but Rena would, Rena would beat up Davis. <clears throat> I think it's Rena, Rena or Rena. I can't remember. She's cool, though. You'd think it'd be an A, Sen, because it'd be, if you're pronouncing it, it'd be Reina, right? If you're hard pronouncing the thing that as it's written. R-E-N-A? Isn't the E Rena. of salt? Yeah. Rena. Rena. Not, not Rena. Yeah, no, but if you're, trans- if you're going English with that, <coughs> it wouldn't be Rena. The yeah. last thing, it wouldn't be Rena. It would be, be if, it, if it was R-I, it would be Rena. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I can't, I can't actually remember her name, but she's great. I love her. I love her, but I can't remember her name, but she's, she's fantastic. Anyway, and for Lost News Lightning Mom, we have a new survey, which is Lost in Translation blog, which is what should we start to blog about. So we actually have some content on our website. So I've put that survey out, and Jay has no idea what I'm talking about, I think. May want to get, make more work for herself so as always she's managed yeah and one of the high ranking ones so far which we're still continuing the survey so don't worry if you haven't done already but i have started up my learning japanese blog and i've entitled it wandering across the rainbow chopsticks it's because chopsticks really and late. bridge are both read as hashi and i really like that pun and also rainbow bridge odaiba yeah that's how you know it wasn't a good reference when it ends with 
Yeah. That's how I... That's how all bad stories end. That's how all my jokes end. It's that or you had to be there. Those are the two bad ways stories end. Yeah, a lot of your stories with, I guess you had to be there. No, I know. And I tell them because in my head they're funny and I only get to the end and I realize, oh, context is really important. Except for the screaming muffin one. Ah, a muffin. Yeah, because I laugh at that still. Yeah. It's like me with the, 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 uh, if you ever are attacked by a group of clowns, don't hesitate, go for the juggler. Juggler. You did it wrong. Juggler, yeah. To be fair, the only reason I laugh at my version of that now really it's not because that joke is funny because of that one time i couldn't tell it when i was like 14 when i was 13 i was younger and i remember just like literally 20 minutes of struggling to try and tell that joke because i thought it was so funny and that moment is way funnier than the joke itself yeah and that's it for digi news and lost news lately mon and on to not synopsis the first episode that we're watching this week is called Yoshi's Biggest Battle, The One With Herself, or The Singing Voice That Calls Upon a Miracle, The Lilamon Evolution. What do you think will happen in this episode? Well, I'm pretty sure this one is Yoshino's Evolution episode, because A, it's clear in the name, and second, in the last episode you said, oh yeah, every second episode we get an evolution, so I guess that's it. Well, yeah, and also this is the, I just realised, this is the first time you hear either of these titles because you, were, you aren't, weren't able to be in the outro last, last week. Fair enough. So you're hearing these episode titles now. So what, besides she has an evolution episode, what do you think will happen? Um, I don't know. It's really, really vague, isn't it? Something about a song. I can't really you tell you anything. she's going to sing a song? A song that'll wake, wake you, you up? up. Uh, like, uh, I, got, I think we'll find out maybe what was going on with, in, with her flashback about her parents and stuff. But mm-hmm. beyond that, I really can't tell you. Except maybe the Digi Egg of Miracles will show up. So obviously that's the thing. And Willis. Willis is there. Oh yeah, Willis is there. And he'll be like, believe in yourself, Yoshi. And, he's, and she's like, who are you, kid? Gambate. Do you think it'll be good backstory or do you think you'll just say this is bad? Uh, I think it's going to be fine, but definitely less deep than it thinks it is. Do you think this will be better, worse, or as good as the previous Evolutions to Perfect that we've had this season? Uh, I think it will be the worst one. Okay, right. Because uh, they clearly care less about her than the other two characters, so why bother? So you don't think there's a reason that they care less about her? No, I think to? that the writers just don't care. Okay. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Um... Let's go with yes. Let's be optimistic. Yay. This isn't Frontier. Do you think anything will annoy you? Yeah, if her backstory actually really, really sucks. Or is more likely not just that it's bad. It's probably not even bad. It's probably just full of hilarious plot holes that you could have fixed if you thought about them for 30 seconds. Because that's consistently what happens. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Already asked you that. Already asked me that. What rating? Uh, let's give it a 7. Let's see what happens. Filler or not filler? It's not. Well, obviously. The second episode they're watching this week. Again, this is your first time hearing this title. The Clash with Marukimon. Or the Dats Team Annihilated? Clash. Mercurimon. So, what do you think will happen in this episode? They get to Infinity Ice Ridge and they have their first fight with Mercurymon and they lose. But then they're losing at the end of the episode and then like sort of calling it for the episode afterwards. Like Ikuto is going to step up and help them or like somebody's going to show up. Like um, Masaru's dad might show up or something will happen. Point is, they will appear to lose and that'll be right at the end of the episode. And then it'll cut, a- it'll cut away to Mercurymon and be like, I have defeated the humans. <laughs> So do you think Marukimon also calls them humans? I do not think he does that. Even though it would make perfect sense for him to do that so that Ikuto could learn the word, mm. he won't because they're not that smart. We also had an interesting ask that we covered in the Postman Pat and, uh, for last week for episode 120. And it was uh, Ryuchi saying how it makes no sense that Ikuto speaks in broken English con- considering every Digimon he speaks speaks in perfect <laughs> Like, that makes English so and Japanese. Much sense. And I didn't realise this. I'm like, oh, I hate it too now. <laughs> 
the whole broken English meme, like, for the wild kid comes from someone who doesn't live with anyone. Also, like, why is he dressed like this? He lives in society. Though, to be fair, Tarzan had broken English and also spoke with fluent English-speaking apes. No, but the implication there is that that was translating him speaking ape. Okay, that too. Because when he spoke to them, he spoke fine. But in the TV show, the apes were speaking English to Jane. Oh, that was a stupid TV cartoon. Because there was a girl ape who was jealous of her. That was a stupid TV cartoon. Because the girl ape was in love with Tarzan. I'm sure that was going to work out. Yeah. Fairies everywhere, man. Oh, God, that's how they begin, I tell you. It's mostly that Robin Hood movie, though. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? Um... I guess I'm gonna get annoyed when they lose, and they were like, "No, the we, you know, we thought we would just like walk in and use all of our, su- our perfect evolutions and just win, and we didn't see this coming because we didn't plan at all. It's not like we're a government agency or anything. I don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be really straightforward. Do you think it'll be a good episode? But by, which, by straightforward, sorry, I want to backtrack that a little bit. Okay. I mean, it, it, it's a classic Digimon trope where I'm gonna fight you. Well, I'll fight you. Well, one of us is stronger because of, I don't know evolutions or something. All right, I guess the fight's over. Whereas you look at other shows and I'm going to fight you. Well, you appear to have an advantage, but I'm a bad guy. So I will cheat and create a situation where I will win. Oh no, I've been defeated. And now I have to think about fighting you in the future. And like you learn something. Mm. The kids will learn nothing whatsoever other than, ah, God, I guess we have to be stronger and believe in ourselves more. Yeah. Okay. I know. I see your point. So good episode or not good episode? Yeah, probably not. What rating? Five. Filler or not filler? No. Any other predictions or thoughts or no, anything let's, let's go, 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 All right. Go, let's go. go. Sh- let's go to the show. Episode seventeen starts up with sort of like this flashback of how young Yoshi is crying and her mum's asking her to come home. Yoshino says she hates her mother and her sister and everyone and then throws a bouquet. This messed with me really bad. Oh. Because when I watched the we watched the Japanese of like the last time when they sort of foreshadowed this. Yep. And she said, Oh my I hate my mum and dad and the English says, I hate my mum and my sisters and now watching this now I'm like the English was more accurate yep. to the flashback than the Japanese was. Which tells me that the Japanese probably didn't know what was going to happen. Because they're writing week to week, probably. Or they did know what was happening. Which I think they did, because we later find out that she was anxious because she was constantly losing in fights. And I think that's why she was losing in fights previously. So I don't think they're writing week to week. I do think they were trying to not give us the whole story or like, and actually just say, oh, mother and father also. It wasn't... It probably wasn't a genuine memory that she was having because she was under the effects of Metal Phantomon. Okay, two points about that. First of all, are you telling me that the whole story was given to you by the English version, which just told you something that was more accurate? Yeah, I think the English version does do it better, but the Japanese one does try to mislead you so you don't think too much. But there's nothing to mislead you about. Just saying father or my sisters. There's nothing to mislead because there's no conclusions. Yeah. It doesn't give you the information. Anyway. Also, the like, other- I can't remember if she just... if She might just say family or parents and that might have... The sub- Tiles might have interpreted that. You know that is also a possibility. Yeah, because remember we're not we're not watching like you know the actual original version because I mean we are but it just has subtitles. Neither of us are fluent in Japanese, so we're not watching the original way you're meant to watch these things. So a lot of our interpretations of what is happening occurs because of whatever the subtitles are implying. So, and the other important point is the idea that um, it's not an accurate representation of what her memory was. So, are, are you implying to me now that Tama was extremely distressed because of a f- big 
fake thing that never happened. Are you trying to tell me that Chica has no, no, been taken away by a But we established because he has no trauma at all. Masaru has been attacked by Num- a bunch of Numon who stopped him from rescuing his sister? Mate, I just said we established that was because he has no trauma and they had to make up something completely fictional. Whereas Thomas was real and this is clearly based on something real. Why would that have an element of fiction where she sees herself saying something she never said before? Yeah. That's but, nonsense. But with Thomas, we also see things that he wouldn't, like Thomas wouldn't have seen as a kid. Like, for example, his mum closed in the blinds and this is his view from outside of the house. We don't know where Toma was inside the house. Maybe he was watching her close them inside. And we also see Toma without even the kid or the mum being there. He is seeing people who are going to the the fair. And sure, that stuff can be added in by the, you know, the VR memory stuff. But if you, like, he recognised all the stuff that he as a child did. Yes. None of that stuff was made up, presumably. Because he would have said, I didn't do that. So it'd be weird for Yoshi to, to reflect, see the reflection of herself and be like really worried by it if she can see things that never happened. Also, maybe both happened. Maybe she did say mum and father. <laughs> but at this particular point that we are now getting the memory of, she only says mum and sisters. But it's but the whole thing is that her father's not involved. Well, it seems in the... I think that they're different locations from her memory in due to Metal Phantom on and the memory that we get in her dream. I think she was wearing the same thing. I thought she was in a ho- her house. Like, she didn't look like she was in, like, a locker room of, from a stage. She looked like she was in a house in the first one. Yeah, I so just... I think that this was may- maybe afterwards. Like, she, they'd taken her home and she was still crying. Or maybe it was before and she was anxious about it. And maybe her dad was present in that situation. But the point is, I don't think they are the same scene. I suspect they... they... Picked up the pieces later and they said, okay, how can, how can we actually use this? Because we didn't give it any details. Um, uh, talent show. All right, let's go with this way. And they just moved it to a different direction. But that's my theory. Well, and you I, can disagree. I that's think it's, fine. It's shown from the start that she may be anxious about the fact she loses all the time. In every fight she's had, she loses. And then she said, then she references it, and I think that's great because actually, from the start, we were always worried. Oh, she's pathetic, and she's just like Azumi. She keeps on losing, but it was on purpose that she was losing so she could have growth. And it's it's sort of what you always want with your character development. You always say, why couldn't they introduce this character thing early on? Like you said it about Toma. Why couldn't they introduce this issue early on in the show? And Yoshino has been losing, and she always sort of frowned whenever Sunflamon basically got obliterated straight away, and Greymon and Galmon were the only ones who actually fought. I think you're too generous about that. I think it's great writing. In the, in the sense that, again, I think that that's something that you can look back on and say, okay, now we can build this in now because it just so happens that's always worked. Because the way they foreshadowed it, quote unquote, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't work. Look, you can't complain about Toma. I can. No, you can't because you said that Toma wasn't, didn't have enough character growth to show that he had issues with his mum. And well, I think, I still think he did because he was always looking sadly at the photo or was reacting weirdly around Masaru's family. And I think that's more obvious than the Yoshino one. I think they could have introduced the idea that his mum was hit by a car really early without making that the mystery. Yes. But that's what I'm talking about. And, and we're, in, we're introducing Yoshino not being happy that Digimon's losing all the time from the first episode. So you can't just say, oh, we would be really good if we introduced the mother, but also but Yoshino's is bad. It's inconsistent to her character because how did she have this job beforehand if she was never successful in any way? It was Maybe it was behind the scenes. We don't we don't know that Dats are always necessarily fighting. They could be on the tech side like Miki and Megumi and Satsuma. But she's a field agent. That's her job. That's why she's out there this whole time and she has a different uniform. Yes, but that's because they, they all She's like had. their only field yes, agent. because that's probably 
probably all they have anyway. So she had to be vaguely successful for people to not also, know what Digimon are. I think that she is she is fine, but I think that when she's in a group, she worries that she's not as smart or as strong as the people in a group, and that is very relatable. Like, she's fine sure, on her own, but as soon as she's, you know, going to be measured against someone else like Toma or Masaru, and she's going to be, she's worried she's going to be compared to them because they're stronger than her and their Digimon doesn't lose straight away all the time. So I think it's completely, like, it's, it's a legitimate reason for her to be sad, and I feel like they actually wrote it in, and we can't just say, oh yeah, they wrote this week to week, because that's a little... That's, that's how I feel. Yeah, but I feel it's like the it's, way it, seems it to was me. too obvious, like, that she is bad, and not like in a zoomy way, She's she because she is fighting at least, but she just doesn't do as well, and we always have Yoshino's facial reaction sort of looking between the two, and it's subtle, and it's well done, because it's not like in your face about, hey, by the way, this is this is her character. I would need to go back and look at that then, because I don't really believe that happened. Well, I, one of the things I remember about Savers is about Yoshino's backstory, so knowing that in advance, I actually did notice that they actually did hint at it a few times subtly, and I think that it was w- rather well done, and I think you ne- we need to praise Digimon when it does something bad. We can't just say, oh, but Digimon's bad, I'm bad, bad. I'm telling you the impression it gave me on a first watch. Yeah, but you, you, If you, you went in with new with information I didn't have, that's on you. Yeah, but you, you weren't really paying much attention when you watch. Like, you have other things. Hi, bus. How are you? It's good to see your wheels again. Yeah. Anyway, the, the point is, I, I think it's well done, but we haven't even got to that part yet. So in the dub, Yoshi says she doesn't want to see her mum or her sisters. So what it seems to be implying is that the person who's talking to her isn't her mum, but I got the impression in the original that it was her mum trying to coax her out. And the dub, it seems to be more of like a, maybe a teacher, because she's saying, I don't want to see my mum or my sisters. But in the original, it seems like she's talking to her mum and she's just saying that she hates her mum and her sisters and everyone. What do you think? I don't think it's relevant. <laughs> like, who was talking to her because all they're trying to do is express what she's feeling and they do a fine job of I that. Know, but I think it's, it's, a, it's a change because it's... It's not like we ever see the teacher, if it is one. No, we, we, it is. I, don't we see the teacher when, we're, when she's, we have a shot of her learning the piano? Maybe, but it's a different scene. Yeah, I don't think we see the mum though. So there would be a teacher, not the teacher. I know, but it's different because the, the bit of support is coming from her mum in the original and in the dub it's potentially someone else. Yoshino is remembering all this in her sleep and she wakes up. Agumon is thinking about food in his sleep and it's the same in the dub and it's great. He's just lying. He's just like, I can't eat anymore. It's like, you're Agumon, we know you can. Or maybe I'll have 20. <laughs> like, this oh, is relatable. Well, maybe okay. That's the English one, right? When I said, yeah, with the English one, it's like, I'll eat 20. Yoshino I think is probably a relatable human, but as for relatable overall, Agumon is really relatable because he thinks for about you. food all the time. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's great. Yoshino says to Thomas that they'll need to fight and Thomas says that's why they need their rest. And Yoshino seems to not want to fight. She's like, we're going to have to fight, aren't we? And I think this is I think this is sort of like, well, obviously, yes. And I guess they're trying to show, oh, yeah, she's kind of anxious about fighting. But it's kind of like, kind of like an obvious question to ask. We've only been fighting up until now. And the plan was to go and beat up this dude, so... Masaru has literally not shut up about fighting a Digimon. He loves it. He like loves he, it so much. He said the whole time, like, I'm going to punch Marukimon so hard. And then Yoshino's Spoiler, saying... Spoiler, he does. Um, I don't know. Are we going to fight? Like, well, Masaru's going to fight. I don't know about you. Masaru's probably just going to... Even if Makurumon's sitting there, he's like, Hello, yes, I'm here. To, I, I will be your friend. Let's talk about this, like, civilized adults. Masaru will punch him. Mm-hmm. Like, talking, talking is cheap. Let's punch. You can't stop the. You can't stop his fists from making the talking. We then see Makurumon, and he says... Before he, you say anything, yeah? can we talk about how... When they introduce Bakurimon, they focus on the eyes of the wolf head and then they zoom out. Yeah. So you can see inside, right? You, there's like a human face. 
face within the mouth. Yeah. But the shadow goes up to like the cheekbones mm-hmm. and there was enough space where you go, why would the camera show you the eyes on the wolf head? Those eyes don't work. They don't do anything. He's got eyes. They're in there on his actual human looking face. What about if he doesn't actually have eyes? It's a human looking face, but there's no eyes. And so you think that the like shadow tentacles? is covering nothing? He has, yeah, he has like tentacles. Why? Like, why are you not tentacles, making like these little, noises? Like little snails, like little, you know, little oh, like snail stalks, right? Yeah, the little stalks, but they have eyeballs on them. And he's hiding it with the wolf head. And yeah, it's coming. It, it comes out through little wolf eyes. So actually, they are his real eyes. He has no eyes, but he must feel around things. Yeah, okay, it would be. He has no eyes, but he must see. But I have no, I have no eyes, but I must digivolve my everything. Wow, that was horrifying and probably completely untrue. Isn't that just what Digimon like? Oh, I have no eyes. Better Digivolve. Into, into Eyesmon? I, into I have eyes. What is happening? Who are you? Deathmon stole the eyes. Jesus, so gross. No, he just has Kuramon in there. He has no eyes, but he has a Kuramon instead. I don't know what a Kuramon is. Kuramon is the one from Revenge of Diaboramon and... Uh, oh, you mean little game. ghosts. Yeah. Just call them little ghosts. That's how I know. Jellyfish! <clears throat> oh, yeah, jellyfish. They don't live in the ocean, though. They live in emails. 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 Mukurimon says that he can hear the heartbeat beats of filthy humans who wish to come and kill him. In the dub, he says he can hear the footsteps and says that each footstep is a slap in his face to ridicule him. And this is a weird thing. It goes from, in the original saying, these humans, they are going to kill me and that is their purpose. They are coming here to kill me. Yeah. In the dub, it's just like, these humans are here to make fun of me. Oh, it's, it, I think it's more that it's a personal offense that they are here at all. Yes. Less, less than they are here to taunt me as an individual. <laughs> you have a fart bottom. And they come up and saying, "Hey, you look like Leomon. That means you should be easy to beat." Then what do you mean? He's a dog, not a not a cat. He looks like he's got like lion. He's got a big wolf head. Come I on! Was, I thought it was like a lion. It's a wolf head. I thought it was a lion. It's got a big muzzle. Are we sure? Yes. Do you not recognize what a dog looks like? I don't know. Lions, dogs. It's the same, same thing, right? Wow. You have the, you're recorded saying that, by the way. Yeah. Never letting that one down. Never. Can't tell the difference between cats and dogs. Disgusting. I know the dogs are really great and cute. And, and yet it, you can't tell the difference between that and a cat. To be fair, my experience with cats is usually Mitch's cat, which is a dog. Or Duke, who's the best? Duke is just a stuffed animal. Oh, that's a good cat. Ikudo says that he will stop these heartbeats. In the dub, he says, I will get rid of them. Like, he just, I will get rid of the humans. Shouldn't his response be, what's a heart? What's a beat? No, no, beat's fine. Did Digimon have heartbeats? No, they're made of data. We don't don't know they don't. We do. We've seen it inside Leomon's chest. We have. Well, Don't give me that look. We have seen inside his chest twice. No, you're right. right. No, we do. (laughs) We've seen it twice. I just just assume that Digimon have heartbeats. Why would they? They don't need hearts. They don't need blood. They're made of data. They don't have to eat. You're right. No, you're right. Well, to be fair, Akudo has a heartbeat. Yes, he does. And I think that's really interesting. Because wouldn't he have, like, questions... Maybe he just thinks all Digimon have a heartbeat. I mean, I thought that all Digimon have a heartbeat. Okay, okay. And this is a really weird tangent, but imagine Mercurimon, who's like the father figure, having to explain puberty to Ikuto. Because <laughs> that's like an awkward conversation for humans to have. Well, I mean, he does say he is a son to me. So... Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. Yeah. See like, how hmm. I paid attention to Akuto, the show? Ikuto, you know, one day you are going to lay an egg. You'll just lay an egg and it'll go to Primary Village. 
And then also, when you die, you'll become an egg. Actually, that begs a really interesting question of where do the eggs come from? I would assume that in a Digimon's life, and this is no canon to back it up, by the way, that a Digimon will lay one egg and, and nothing will cause it. This is just their Digimon puberty. They just lay an egg and it goes somewhere. I just assume they just either randomly showed up or there are just a finite number of Digimon who, when they die, become eggs. And then... Yeah, well, that's always a question. Like, do, di- do Digimon reproduce or do they produce eggs at any point to because make more? Or do they just die and then become eggs and that's how they are born? If any season of Digimon was going to answer that question, it has to be this one. For very obvious reasons, which I will discuss later. Yes. Well, I, d- I don't actually know if anything ever ad- addresses the fact, like, hey, how come di- how Digimon made it? just made by computers it's like incredibly plot important See, in, in the next episode in atmon it makes sense like oh yeah an app is made you just, you just program it and then an app is deleted and that's how it dies and it goes yeah. nowhere yeah and if it's off the server then it's done and then it'll change its look and it'll get a it'll have a new look to it it's like the company got bought or something yeah the company got bought so it changed that's funny breaking up with with Dokamon though. Yeah. Man, female Perumon was was really harsh. When so- when when Falcomon's flying to find Akuto, because Akuto's like, Yeah, let's go, Falcomon. He just flies into a pillar for no reason. It like really kills all the tension of the scene and there's like no reason for it. And just right after that Gotamon's like, Falcomon gave the vaccine to that to that kid. There's no Must addressing. be a traitor. There was absolutely no addressing of Falcomon who's just ran into a pillar though. No, exactly. It was just totally pointless. Yeah, no one no one addresses it. No like I thought Gotsamon would comment on like, haha, that traitor or something no one comments on the fact that it happened I feel sorry for him because no one's no one, not even Akuta says oh no Falcomon my Akuta brother didn't even see it yeah Akuta don't care so like we cut back to the kids I think and Agumon's really full and Lala no, no Agumon's tired from walking yeah and Lalamon's like you should go on a diet like it's just savage yeah what's like, really damage? awful in the dub there's no mention of the diet and she just says less talking more walking Yoshino explains that they can't stop because there's no place they can hide and they might get attacked Masaru says it's hard mm. to believe that Yoshino actually thinks about these things. In the dub, Marcus says that this doesn't mean that he can be that she can be mean to Agumon. In the original, Yoshino says that she should be listened to because she's the leader. And in the dub, she says that she's not being mean. She just wants the mission to succeed. And she says she will get mean if they don't start listening. My question is, I know she's asserting it now and they're kind of like, what? Who made you? Who died made you queen? But why wouldn't she officially have been the team leader? She has seniority over both of them. Mm, she should be. And she's also the she's also the eldest. We don't know how long Tom has been working there. Six months, isn't it? He has confirmed that. No, he was six no, six months ago. He was in he was in Austria Dats. No, because he showed up on the first day like when he first showed up they said he's been here for six, he's been working for six months I thought he said he'd been working in Austria for six months well because was working in Dats there and then they realised and that he'd never Austria been to Dats, Japan before yeah he had he was working in Japan sorry he was working in Japan Dats that's why Mickey and Megumi was all fangirling over him and Yoshino says that I they used to work together of him. no wait so he worked at, at Japan Dats then went to Austria Dats and then went back yes so he started when he was very young, presumably. He, he was working in Austria, Dats, for six months. He made such a big deal of, like, I'm going back to my homeland. But he'd been gone for, like, six months? Yes. He's 14. That's a long time when you're 14. It's not, it's not long enough for you to be doing that when you're in your private jets with your Digimon. Your little boxing doggo. <sighs> then Masaru asks Yoshino how she became the leader. And Thomas says that all they know for sure is that it was never Masaru. <laughs> it's fair. 
That is fair. He's the rookie. In the dub, Marcus wonders why anyone made her the boss and says that he could be the leader. And Thomas says that he would like to stay alive. <laughs> so the thing I notice is that in the original, Masaru is not saying I should be leader. He's just saying, so any, any reason why she's our leader now? Like, mm. w- w- this is a new thing. Why is she acting like this? And in the dub, it's him saying, I should be the leader. But I'm the protagonist. And I, I don't feel like Masaru is one to sort of say, I'm the leader. You know what, you know what he needs? He needs yeah. Taichi to kick down a portal and be like, here's some goggles, mate. And then Masaru's like, what I've always wanted. <laughs> I, ne- I never knew, but I always felt the, the, the goggle-shaped holes in my heart. And that's how you become a leader. And Daisuke's like, yeah, that's how I became a leader. Best leader. And everyone loved me, especially Kari. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vmon, I'm going to force you to Digivolve again. So Ikuto shows up and he's just like, haha, time to fight. I can take you three on one. This couldn't possibly go badly. And I suddenly have a question for you. Yeah. Where's he getting these boomerangs from? He makes them. Does he? Yeah. Because I'm like, because he, he must have multiple. Because Masaru broke his last one. Yes. Also, he's a Digimon. We've gone through this before. Digimon can just. Ikuto's not a Digimon. So no, he is. He says he is, Jay. He's not a Digimon. Although, it's it's very. The ne- next episode's really funny about that, actually. There's like a lot of weird Ikuto stuff going on there, especially in English. Well, there's one particularly good one in English. So yeah, so they fight a little bit. We get Peckmon, who I'm starting to actually love. I love his little animation after he evolves. Can't where believe he's like, peck, peck, so peck, 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 peck. It's so cute. So we're really fast on this. Uh, Lalamon's like, I should evolve now. And Yoshi's know, a huge coward. Yeah, you I just can't. I can't, even though I would never be in the fight anyway. I can't because I'm having character development. I'm busy. And Godsimon shows up and summons a, a Mammon out of the ground. Which, for some reason, in the dub can see into the future. <laughs> yeah, I caught that. I it's have to assume change. the only reason that exists is because he's got the big eye on his face. Yeah. But, like, if he could see the future, you'd think that would shape the fight somehow. Yes. It, the thing is, like, oh, mate, maybe the dub is going to work this in. No. No. Just... This, this, this is not relevant to anything else that happens. Just add stupid crap. It's like all those, um, those Pokedex entries that don't make any sense. Yeah. But the thing is, in the original, it says that Marmon is said to be a Digimon who can hear and see events very far away. So maybe they took this to me. <clears throat> can see into the future as opposed to he has big ears and he can, can literally well. he can literally hear things that are far away because his ears are bigums <laughs> Um, so... We, we see that there are dats, and, uh, they can't detect them, and Megumi wonders if they've been eaten by Digimon. In the dub... They're, like, this sa- close to being yeah. ready to be like, no, we're done, they're all dead, let's yeah. just give up now. In the dub, she's just wondering if they've been defeated. I'm just like, what is with the dub just, ru- like, removing any reference to being dead or, you know, dying? Because it's like, oh no, they've been defeated. Digimon is, like, a theme park in the English version. You want the feeling of danger when you're on the ride, but you don't want to tell anyone you actually might die yes no i see the point but i I swear that previous seasons of digimon have mentioned death and this they're trying to minimize it they're trying to stay away from the actual word of dead or dying or death or killed even in thomas's episode where you can't escape from the fact that she died but they removed like there was all like oh yeah she's done for she's gone she's not here anymore i would be shocked if they like put her in an instant and said she was in a coma forever like she yeah. didn't even like if she didn't even die in the english yeah but she obviously did because they left in the uh the flatlining sound beep beep 
Satsuma says that to think that they've been defeated is foolish. And then the fisherman shows up at Dats and Satsuma seems to know him. And he's like, oh, you. Like, yeah, fisherman. They've sort of given up on giving him different um, professions every time he shows up. He's just like, oh, he works at Dats now. It turns out he was just in his hobby clothes where he's like three hobbies. But the thing is, this scene sort of implies that Satsuma hasn't seen him for a while. And he's surprised to see him. Yes. Despite However, that we later find out his Digimon's been around like yeah, the whole time. Yeah, his Digimon has been there. He, he, the T guy, he fights. But also, like, Agumon's been in Dats without Masaru before, so they can be separated. Yeah, but I'm sure you'd say, hey, how's your fisherman owner doing? Maybe he's your just like, partner. Mm-hmm. I don't talk. I'm Kamimon. You I'm just adorable. said that, though. Mm-hmm. I, I shoot DVDs out of my face when I evolve. Uh, yeah, it's like the worst version of um, Musimon. Yeah, I kind of got that. Like, it's part mm. of his purest. I want to see Guapamon and Musimon just, like, laying down some sick beats. That sounds awful. Also, Musimon's never ever done that. It's part of my... Pu- yeah, but one time How come Musimon's never played music before? I remember the time he tried to and he ripped his pants. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's one of the best stupid jokes in that one. Oh my god. It's part of my Pudatis. Was it was it Prairis style or was it something else? Yeah, it was it was about to say, I'm gonna break dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funky yo, yo. style and then he just falls over this pants room. It was a really important moment. Take it seriously, you stupid ass. You love it though. You the thing is you don't hate it, you love it. No, it's really funny. If this happened in any other season, you'd be so mad. Like, oh my god, just, just do the plot. It's way funny when you think about it in the terms of like real world apps, not just the music app. Like Spotify just ripped its pants. Isn't that what Pandora did? And they were like, we can't be in Australia anymore. Yeah, Pandora did rip its pants. And only, like, well. like, only like 5% of the population, which is still like a million people. Yeah, it's not enough though when you're providing free music to so many people. Yeah, but I paid for it. I no, I think it was only that percent. No, it was only 1 million people were paying for the service. Okay, well. Everyone at, was using the service. What, $7 a month? Uh, Nine, I think. Also, Google plays better. That means they were in taking $9 million a month. We do not know what their licensing costs are, but it might be massive because Australia is its own entire market yeah. and you have to license every piece of mm. music you have yeah. for this market. And I don't know what those overheads look like. The thing is, Google plays great, so... Yeah, I like Spotify. It's good. We I'm then so see that we Masaru, Masaru and Agumon are under the snow. In the dub, Agumon says, it's all clear now and they, they can come out now. And it's, it's sort of weird because it's almost like they're implying that they were hiding in the snow not that they were beaten in some avalanche I thought it was more like the snow's all stopped but I see what you mean no he says okay it's all clear we can come out now no I know that but like if you think of an avalanche as a piece of weather you'd say the same thing about like a really heavy thunderstorm oh it stopped oh it's all clear that's how oh, I took okay. it no, I see what you mean but the way that he said it is just I, I would because I guess for me they... I would never take it as if he's going he's like oh there's no enemies around that's a good thing I would never think he's gonna say but that but the way they get out like straight away I'm, I just I feel like it's implied that in the dub they're just like Agumon's just like hiding him and it's just like I will keep you warm Aniki okay. and so I was like I, I am taller than you and I'm fine he's like no Aniki I will protect <laughs> Uh, as always, I think you read a little bit too much into it. And that, I mean, I, I read lo- into lots of stuff, but I feel like in this case you might be. Um, but that's fine. So they get out and they find Dogmon. Woo! And then they just immediately conclude, okay, well, the rest of our friends who we can't find in this five seconds we've looked must have fallen down this cliff. 
Even though... Well, his Digivice is there. But even though um, both Masaru and Agumon were buried under the snow, they didn't even think for a second maybe they're under the snow somewhere around okay, here. Okay, it is plot convenient that they're there, but I'm, I'm no, fine with it because the Digivice is there. It's not about it being plot convenient that they are there. That's fine. And it's not even that he guessed they, are, they might be down there. It's, he doesn't even give a moment's thought to maybe they're somewhere else. Okay, yes. He can say, oh, it's most likely they'd be down there. That's fine. Not the, they definitely there. I have no proof of this at all. Well, according to my calculations, they're there. Like, the, all, all that we need is a Tentamon to show up and says, well, as usual, I'm right. Yeah, yeah. If, if you if you calculate the vectors, then there's the only possible solution. Um, so we have a flashback to a piano recital, and then I... I don't know, no, Ikudo shows up again, because... And then Masara's like, I'm gonna go down, and Ikudo's there. And Masara says, hey, Galmon, you, you go there, and you look for Yoshino and Toma, and I'll I'll deal with I'll deal with Ikudo. In the dub, Marcus calls him Kid, and not by name and he marcus does this he a lot where that, he yeah. calls keenan kid and not by his first name because keenan's a lame name and there's a point i want to say in the, in the next episode where it kind of gets weird that he doesn't call him by his name but we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it so yeah that, that, as you were saying with the flashbacks there's a flashback i guessed they were yoshi's sisters yeah and they I are was right yeah and yoshi's all sad and then she goes out there and she's gonna play the piano but she has too much stage fright and then she like almost cries and presumably does not play for this crowd like presumably just like totally collapses yeah um <clears throat> and then yeah that's that so we, we find out that Mas- that uh yoshi and toma did fall down the cliff yeah and lalamon says that toma's really injured because he was protecting you and i actually like this this is a good way to write out why toma can't fight and why it's apt up to yoshino yeah, because his Digimon couldn't possibly work anymore. No, no, but it's like he is unconscious and they've they weakened him. And while Garmon's not there, it's up to Yoshino. So they have, they're have they putting yeah. extra weight on Yoshino's shoulders, which make her possibly overreact more and get so upset about things. Have you noticed that no one treats the snow like it's cold? Have you noticed that Yoshino's not wearing pants? Yeah, but everyone else is in short sleeves anyway, so it's not, it's not that big a yeah, deal. Yeah, but they're wearing pants. Yoshino's wearing shorty short, sh- short shorts. I know, but like people are lying in the snow and they're just brushing it off. I'm like, oh, that's like dirt. If you get buried in the snow, you're going to get hypothermia. You're going to die. It is also digital snow. We don't, but they don't know that. To them, I mean, like, they're aware it's digital, but like, they don't have, they've never had that moment of like, oh, we don't actually need to eat. We don't need to, we don't need to breathe in this water. To them, all of this would feel real. But they also already know things about the digital world. They already know things about Digimon. They know very little, and it's never been discussed. Yes. I mean, it should have been discussed, but I just feel like. You can't grant them knowledge from other seasons. Maybe snow's just not cold. you had not seen any other Digimon before this and you watch this now, you could never possibly no, come no, to that conclusion. Not, definitely not. They always have that moment because yeah. that's a special thing. In the dub, Lalamon says that Thomas was specifically cushioning her body as they fell. In the original, it's vague. It's just like, he was protecting you as, as you, we fell. Well, the question is like, how do you protect someone from falling down a cliff? You cushion them. I guess so. But he's like, he, he wakes up pretty soon after this and he's like, he's a bit limpy, but like, I think he survived pretty well. Considering he fell down a cliff and potentially like hit rocks on the way down and was protecting someone. It's not so bad for a Johnny Limpman. Gotsumon's looking for them and Yoshino's too anxious and thinks she can't win. In the dub, Yoshi mentions how she had no right to tell Agumon off for slowing them down. In the And then the original, she says she's rubbish and everyone else is stronger and she's never even helped. And she, we have the, these flashbacks of when Galgamon and Greymon were fighting and she was doing nothing basically. You know what's a really good storyline that I always miss from all the other Digimon seasons? What? Oh no, 
My Digimon's the last one to evolve. That's not the point why she's upset. That's what Lalamon ascribes that to her, and that's sort of why I put it in my notes. Yes, but it's not actually Yoshino's reason, because Yoshino disagrees with her. She says, no, it's not that. It's all the time. Sure. Which is great. And also, the flashbacks that we get are specifically before they could get to perfect anyway. So we can assume that those flashbacks that we're having are the moments that Yoshino's thinking about. And they've chosen moments where they're adults. So we know that she's not just lying to Lalamon. True. It's not because she hasn't evolved yet. It's because... Of the piano recital. Yes. And it's both those things. It's the fact that she's never felt good enough compared to other things, whether it's her sisters or whether it's her teammates. I just think that's... I just think that's well done. And I think that it's very relatable. It's like... it's, It's an inferiority complex and it's something that I can relate to very much. It's like... Everyone else is better than me at this. Why, why do I bother? I'm worthless. I just really slow everyone down. And that's what she's thinking. She's constantly losing in fights. When in Frontier did we ever have Izumi worried about the fact that she died Man, all the time? Don't pretend that Izumi had character development. That's not fair. Or how come we never really had the other kids in any other season say, Man, except for Tamers when they were pretty on par. Except for Crimson Mode, which is whatever. <laughs> in Adventure in Zero Two, we never had, Man, I feel useless. To be fair, Mimi went, well, I'm going to go build an army. Yeah. But we never had any character say, we're not even in the fight anymore. That they can get to one or two levels above us. <laughs> they should have been saying that in Frontier. Yeah, they and they handled it really well. They were just always sitting and watching. They were handling it really well and they should say, hey, why can't we fight too? <laughs> and there's nothing like, no, this, these are our spirits now. Yeah. So I, I, I really do so like bad. this. I, I really like how Yoshino's actually sad that she's useless. And she stops being useless this episode, hopefully. Hopefully. We hope. Nah, I don't think so. Sunshine, hop! Hop, sunshine, hop! But the thing is, that that whole thing was leading up to this. Oh, sure it was. And maybe she'd, maybe she'd pass out because she was surprised that Sunflamon actually was useful. <laughs> That's, that's how you get a weird digivirus. Yeah. Be surprised. It's the element of shook. Though <laughs> <laughs> so the line about Lalamon saying, it's because I haven't evolved, has, have I? It's sort of like replaced with an additional line from Lalamon saying how Yoshi is, and everyone else has their own specialty and talent. Yoshino in the original says that she's always felt this way and has no talent. As I said before, this is in reply to Lalamon saying, oh, it's, it's because I haven't evolved yet, is it? In the dub, she says how she's always like this and she always chokes like she does when she plays piano. So I'm really, really happy that they that they said it's that they actually made a reason for her being use, useless. I know I said that before, sure, I'm just man. really happy. Gotsumon finds them and Galmon also finds them and he's trying to fight Marmon and Lalamon wishes she could evolve. So the thing is that Yoshino doesn't really care if Lalamon can evolve or not. Okay. But Lalamon in this circumstance is the one who's like, I, I, why can't I evolve yet? And that is her own insecurity of not being able to evolve yet. She's the one who's doing the, everyone else can evolve but me. What a little Ipmon. Yeah, basically. I want to evolve. In the dub, she says that even if she can't evolve to ultimate, she can still fight. So she's a little bit more hopeful in the in the dub. We then see that Masaru is fighting Akuto and Falcomon takes Akuto away. And Akuto yells about how humans killed his mother. Okay, okay. So I want to talk about this right now because yeah. we sort of touched on it a little bit earlier. Akuto is like sure that he's a Digimon, yeah? Yes. And now we also know he's sure that Frigimon's his mom. Yes. Right. Do Digimon have moms? And that goes back to the question, right? Like, do Digimon actually have parents? They don't. We know that they don't. And a better question, even if, even if he was like, yeah, Frigimon's my mom. He'd be a and Frigimon. there were other things. Wouldn't he be a Frigimon? 
Yes, but the thing is, I it, it is possible that Digimon don't while they don't have parents sort of have parental figures. No, come on, because they wouldn't have the word mom. Mother is a very specific word. Yes, but it also shows that he is human and this is inherently his thing. And also the Digimon kind of went along with it because he's stupid. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, there's so many elements of his story that break internally. Yeah. And I guess they only work in a situation where, like, he's had no one asking him any questions at all for years. There's also mainly the point that he speaks in broken English and everyone else That kills me. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, no. A jungle kid, sure, but he's not a jungle yeah. kid. Meanwhile, we have Frigimon, who in the flashbacks is fluent. Falcomon is fluent. Mercurio no, is, is fluent. literally everyone. And they they manage to speak in perfect Japanese or English, depending on the version. Yeah, Metal Phantomon can speak just fine. He's perfect. I love him. He's my favorite. To hearing about this news about Akuto's mother, Masaru and Agumon are confused. Like Digimon humans killed the the, the mother. The the mother was human or Digimon, and they're quite confused. In the dub, Marcus and Agumon are wondering how they can help Akuto, but but there's no real mention or confusion or what have you about what happened to the mother. So it's just like, I feel like Masaru in the dub doesn't care as much. It's just, it's just weird. Why would he care? I know he cares in the original because he's a, he's a sweet boy. He's the goodest boy. Nah, he can't fight. He can't fight this mom. So whatever. He would try. Why would he care? And the thing is with Masaru, he's very family ori- oriented. So that's why he would care. He's like. For his family. <laughs> yeah. So it's the fact that they said mother and it's, he loves his mother and he, he just, I think he just loves families. He's a family guy. I love him. Garmon says that he'll take care of. Toma and Yoshino and Lalamon should fight together. Yoshino says she can't and she hates fighting. Garmon says that Lalamon is fighting alone in order to protect her, even though she, she can't fight and she can't evolve. Sorry, can I throw you under the bus a little bit? Because yeah. you're right, I can see exactly how I identified this character so yeah. much. Because it's not that she hates fighting, it's that she's scared she'll be bad at it, yes. so she just says she hates it, so yes. she doesn't have to do it. Yeah, 100%. I had a conversation with you about this today about magic. Yeah, if, if I think I'm going to be bad at something, I just won't try even if I might have fun or I might do well no i hate that now unless (laughs) unless i'm good at something i'm and it's the same thing if i if i don't think i'm right about something i won't say it unless i'm 98 percent sure and yet somehow you're often wrong no i I just think that you're more wrong but you're loud you're louder about that you've had a lot of concessions on this show no only because i'm only because i don't want to argue oh yeah oh i don't want to fight it's like yoshino absolutely that's how that goes Garmon says that she should fight with what she's capable of, because that's like what Lalamon said. In the dub, Galmon tells her to remember what she's fighting for, which I think I like the sentiment that he's trying to say in the original more. It's just like, well, even if you feel like you're under capacity, just fight to the fight to the highest capacity you possibly can. You know what the problem with remember what you're fighting for is what? in this circumstance? What is she fighting for? It's Not her job. Dying. No, it's her also, job. Also she's that. fighting for a paycheck. Yeah, but at the moment she's fighting so she doesn't die. No, I know that, but like... I mean, like the what you're fighting for doesn't mean like in literally this moment because yeah, of course when you've drawn swords against someone you don't want to die but why did you draw sword to begin with well if it's just literally your job then yeah. sure you it's did to, it's it for a paycheck rent. yeah it's pay rent and to not die yeah those are her motivations right now so I I prefer the line in the original it just it just feels like it means more do you agree yeah because there's always the, there's like you're threatening the follow remember what you're fighting for right I was saving for a Nintendo. I, w- I wanted that vibe. That doesn't exist. Come on. Yeah. It would have been... Wouldn't that be freaky? It would have been you... the Wii at the moment. If you were uh, 2005? Wow. Jeez, I'm old now, huh? 
Um, imagine if you went to the digital world, right? And then you had like virtual reality goggles. You're just like always like, where's the Digimon at? <laughs> Is this the digital world? Oh, yeah, God. me though. Me though. Is that why you got it? Lalamon starts singing and Yoshino rem- remembers that that's the song that she played on the piano. And that was the day the Digi-Egg appeared. Lalamon was guided by the song as an egg. And then in the dub, the song that Lalamon is singing at the moment is different from the one that Yoshino is playing on the piano. Yeah, so it doesn't make they keep, any sense. They keep the song that Lalamon's saying, and that's 100% the same in the original. Yeah. But they wanted to add in an extra song, so they changed the song she's playing on the piano. <laughs> it thematically just stops working. And she just says how, oh, this was the first lullaby that lullaby. Yoshi told told me and it was like but in the original it makes so much more sense this is the song wait. that guided you to the to the to your partner wait does she say lullaby or lullaby lullaby okay because lullaby was clever that would have been I funny i was giving i guess i have to give you credit for that one then yeah no digimon's not as funny as me i'm funny that's true digimon is not funny lalamon is able to knock marmon out with the song then we see that masaru and Agumon show up and lalamon says she has so many friends and it's really it's a really cute moment Gotsmon wakes Marmon up. Just then, by throwing, like, tossing a pebble at him. Then Yoshino realizes she has friends and realizes she is useful. And she evolves Lalamon to Lilamon. And Yoshino says, Lalamon's song. And Lilamon says, Yoshino's heart. And then they both say, it gives us the courage to fight. And it's actually this really cute moment. And I, I love it. I love it. It's so pure. So they win. And I think there's a moment, right, where Tom is, like, really, he goes, that's amazing. Like, he's really, really caught mm. off guard by it. But because of the way evolution works and the way fights work and everything, yeah. I have to assume he's not amazed by the ability to evolve. Why would he be? He's seen it before. It's just cool. He'd be happy for her, but it wouldn't be amazing. Yeah. What's amazing? Yoshi won a fight! That's amazing! Well, Toma in the original says that he's, he's surprised that Lalamon has so much power and he never thought that she did. In the dub, Toma says that she never she knew he always knew that she would be this powerful, but this is more than he expected. So I always knew, but it's not what I expected. Yes, it's like... That's a good sentiment. I I knew she had power, but I didn't realize it'd be this much. That's not what he said. I always knew... Yeah. But I didn't know. Also, I really like the way she fights because it's just like she slaps them with wind and she also explodes balls of light at them and it's great. I love him. I love her. I love La- I love Lilamon so much. Better design. Knock off, knock off Lilymon. Yeah, but better design than Sunflowmon. Yeah, sure, but it's a it's a horrendous knockoff of Lilymon. It looks like the Dogmon's version of Lilymon. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it does. As you said, it's like L- Lalamon looks more like a Pokemon. No, I don't. I know Lalamon does, and 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 uh, Lilamon. What is that? What this one is? Lilamon. Yeah. Lilamon looks looks like crap. It just looks bad. I kind of I kind of like her design though. That's because you like Digimon. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You like all Digimon. Yoshino thanks Lilamon and Thomas says they can all evolve to perfect now. Then the characters show up at Infinity Ice Ridge. In the dub, Yoshi wonders how far they are, as it's Infinity, and that's pretty far away. Last time she checked. It's just a name. It's a joke. Come on. It made a joke. Also, I can't believe like Masaru didn't say something. I, oh no, I can believe he didn't say. It. I wish he had said something like it's really polite of Mercurymon to wait for us all to evolve our. I- Guys. I wish they said that. Like, that's <laughs> so polite. It's so good of them to, like, for us to wait for us to all get way more powerful when we could now potentially beat him, where probably before we couldn't. Well, to be fair, Mercurymon doesn't necessarily seem to want to fight with the humans. He's like, well, they're here to kill me. But he does, though, because that's if that's his opinion, he wants them to die. And then we see Fisherman, or Fisherman, if you will, but he's not a Digimon. I'm not calling him that. 
What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? Oh, look, I know you really love it, and I don't want to get in another argument with you here, but I thought Yoshi's backstory was boring I and love badly it. I just, done. I just think her backstory is so relatable, and it's, just, it's so nice that they actually said, hey, here is a character who's losing at fights a lot. Let's actually make it part of her character, rather than when we had Izumi, and she was just didn't seem too upset that she lost in her evolution episode. And while we did say, yeah, Sunflamon, we, we got introduced to Sunflamon, and she lost in that episode and Geogramon was the victor. We also have this episode which shows us that Yoshino was anxious about it. I, as far as like the character development of I lose fights a lot and I'm upset about it, the best version of that is done by Avatar The Last Airbender. And it's amazing and it's perfect and it's really emotional. And I feel like that's the sort of treatment this story deserves and not just a one episode, all right, I'm over it now, which is consistently what Digimon likes to do. Well, I can't remember if they bring it back up again, but I hope they do. You'd hope that they don't because she's meant to be over it. Or I hope that maybe like she references it again or something, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's nice. I like it. I, I, I like Yoshino and I like her backstory and I gave this episode an eight. I think the problem with evolution as like a when it's tied to personal development is the moment the evolution happens you know that the character is over with that they're done they consider themselves done there's no more there's nothing more to be understood or to be learned because you did it but it's you you did it in 20 minutes you didn't do it yeah (laughs) yeah and what rating did you give it it's like a, it's like a five or I a gave six. It eight. I love, I love, I love this episode. It was really enjoyable. Let's give it a six. I didn't mind watching it twice. I like the characters. I care about Yoshino now, and she's been relatively boring throughout the rest of the season. So it's nice that we actually got some episode on her, and all the characters are great. I love Lila. I love Lilamon. I love it. I love the song. I love how it was like musical, and it was it was nice. I I really really liked it. And you're allowed. How did it compare to your predictions in Noctis Synopsis? Look, I, if I recall correctly, I just like I was like I don't know. You were hopeful though. Yeah, I was wrong. It was just boring. I guess it's better than it being bad. But hmm. is it though? <laughs> I, I tend to, th- you know, what? middle of the road is way. If I'm watching a movie, right? I don't. I want a ten. But if I don't get a ten, I want a zero. Mm. <laughs> don't want a five. Five's a lame. I mean, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to have something that's just meh. You want to have something that's either really good or. You really want the bad. room. Yeah, you want the room. You want something that's really bad. Like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Or Sharknado three. I've never seen any of the Sharknado movies. Only watched three. What was the major difference you noticed between the original and the dub? To me, the first was like the mammoths can see the future but i guess you can't get over the music being different yeah no, the, it ruins the whole backstory the, the, the main one was the music being different and the dub just saying oh yeah this is the first lullaby that la that was taught by yoshino that's way worse than like the music brought lalamon in and lalamon's like i love this music and that's why i'm attached to you yes and it sort of shows that they aren't like genetically made for each other, like how we had in previous seasons. But they're sort of like that. But she, they are destined for each yes, other. Yes, but she came to her because of the song. If she wasn't playing the song, she wouldn't have come to her. I suspect they might be genetically destined because of the way that Piermon acted. That that might and be how they're related of, to their DNA. But they mentioned that that was compatible Digisoul. Which, yeah, which is they, what it is. But they DNA. Haven't, they haven't said genetics. Where, know, but they haven't said whether or not the Digisoul is. You, can you be? Can one Digimon be compatible to multiple? 
multiple humans. Well, we do know that Digicel is genetic. We learn that in the next episode. Yes. Which means, and we don't. Yeah, we don't know if someone. So Agumon was meant multiple. to be partnered with Masaru's dad. Could, yeah, I guess it could have been. Or Chica, depending on what her Digicel would be. No, that one's compatible with birds. She got that one from the mom. What about if Agumon evolved into a Birdramon? That'd be weird. He just grows wings. Goes, I'm a bird now. I can fly for the eggs. My other difference was that in the original, Yoshino straight up just calls herself the leader. And this, she doesn't call herself that in the dub. And also the scene where Marcus seems to care less about Akuto's mention of his mother being murdered by humans. Like, he doesn't seem to have that care. Episode 18 starts up where 17 left off with fishermen. No, wait, 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 wait. Before you recap, there's one really important thing oh, to yeah, recap. The recap yeah. In the English, you know, did you hear how they referred to Ikuto? How? He's a humanoid. Oh, that's awkward. They don't say he's a human child. It's like, oh, and the humanoid Ikuto. No, Keenan. I'm like, what? why are you trying to pretend he's not human? Why would you even give that a possibility? I feel like I wrote that down, but it's not in my notes. But no, yeah, you're right. Humanoid. It's super weird. Fisherman says that he can't find any fish, and it must be because the bait's terrible. Masaru says how the fisherman always shows up in places where they least expect. Agumon says that he might be a Digimon, and Galmon says that's impossible. In the dub, Agumon says maybe he's a Digimon, like Kenan. And Galmon rudely tells him to be quiet. He says, do me a favor and be quiet. And he's just, he's rude about it. Instead of saying, no, that's just impossible. No, Galmon's super lame though. That's the whole pro. That's, ho- that's his whole deal. I love him. No, you're allowed to love him, right? Because he's a dog, but he's lame. He's a good dog. I love him. Yeah. Yoshino asks why Masara was familiar with him. And Masara says that this is the guy who gave him the Digivice. And they'll go, oh, uh, because that would mean, because they know that Digivices come from Dats. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense now how he got them because he works with Dats. Yeah. He didn't just steal it or make it. He just sort of gave it to him. But it must have been at least a couple of years since the fisherman guy actually showed up at Dats because Yoshino should know who he is. Yeah. Despite Kamimon being there. Yeah. So obviously she's, she's never questioned it. Just, oh, that's the tea guy. Yeah. Just like, he fights? You love that, don't you? I love it. I love it so much. It, I, I just, I, I love... I wrote that down too, but... I love Kamimon. He's my friend. You've never even met him. He would be... He'd give me tea. That's fair enough. Fisherman says that he'll take them to Mercurimon. In the dub, he just sort of cuts Lalam off because Lalamon's saying, that must mean... And then he just cuts her off. I don't know. She was about to say something important. That's in both of them, sort of. I, think, I thought it was like Yoshi it, who says more, that you must know, mean. But it's more obvious in the, in the dub. Masara says that he trusts the fisherman... In the dub, it's the same, except that there's an added in dialogue where Thomas says the reason why they can't they can't trust him is because Masaru trusts trusts him. I thought that was really funny. Like, wow, like it, it's it's awful. It's like, oh, he, okay, this is the judgment, so it must be wrong. But I think it's it's a funny line. Everyone's mean today. They're all mean to Masaru specifically. No, and to Agumon, to this pair. Yeah, to to the to the main characters. Meanwhile, Mercurimon says that Akuto is looking troubled because he's looking in like the mirror of the ice and he sees his face and he's like. What am I? Yeah. Who who am I? When will his reflection show who he is inside? And he says, "Am I am I a Digimon?" And Michael was like, "Of course you are. You're a Digimon warrior." Or a Digi Warrior so in the dub. I have a question here, and I asked you in real life, but I gotta I just remember I need to remember to mention it on the show. Yes. If if Mercurimon wanted to perpetuate the lie that Ikuto was a Digimon, wouldn't he call him Ikutomon? He should. Because no other Digimon has an you know, if this was V Tamer, Digimon have nicknames, that's fine. Yes. But in this case, he, Yeah, he's not. There Falcon. are so many clues that Ikuto is not a Digimon, and this is one of the ones that's easiest to fix. And he never he doesn't say then how come I'm not a Kutomon? How come I'm just a Kuto? No, Kuto's just an idiot. He's Kimon in the dub. 
It's not. They should just call him Kimon and Akutmon. It's Akutmon. Just give it the whole thing. Yeah. It's fine. It would have been perfectly reasonable, but they just chose not to. Back to where the kids are. And I can't... Can I really say kids? I know in every other season I've said the kids. Two of them are 14, so yeah. yes. The and one's eight, they're 18. The other one's the 18. Teens. And like, to us, 18-year-olds are kids. Yeah. Anything under 20 is a kid to me, to be honest. It's true. Fisherman finds a Kuramon, and the kids learn that the Kuramon might have been following them. He just like whips it out of the air with his like fishing rod. It's nuts. He's like, well, I wanted to catch fish, but I guess I called this instead a jellyfish. But then he, it's catch and release. He just throws it away. Yeah. As if it won't continue to follow them. Sumimon are also now following them, and they have found them. Is that the weird hand baths? Yes. Evolves into Kuramon. No, gross. evolves from Kuramon. That's gross. Also, there was an error in the subtitles because the uh, the actual the actual footage itself was right. It it wrote baby stage, but the subtitles wrote it as a child, and I was just kind of like, I'm pretty sure that doesn't say child. And because I know Sumimon is a baby level Digimon, so I, I had to look it up. But yeah, there was an error in the subtitles that we had. Only true weebs will understand. Yeah, that trying to learn Japanese feel. What I try to read all the Japanese, I see. And also, I saw the translation. I was just kind of like, that's not a child level Digimon. Back in where Mercurimon is, Gotsumon tells Mercurimon that the humans are there, and Akuta says that he will fight them. Gotsumon says that Mercurimon should fight them, and Mercurimon says that Akuta should fight because it will awaken him to a true Digimon warrior. And I like this because it's specifically saying Mercurimon could probably kill them instantly. Why is it Mercurimon doing it? Mercurimon's like, well, because. I want to show that Akuto can be a Digimon warrior and this will help him really become the warrior that he is inside. I'm calling it hubris. Because he's got to know this is like the most tenuous time to send Akuto out. Yes, but I like this. Because it's, it's instead of us saying, oh, it's the script. It's the script that ma- is making Mercurimon not fight. They're actually giving it a reason for why Mercurimon's not fighting. Sure, he may be wrong in his, what he's doing. And he's sending Akuto out to discover he's, he's a human, probably. But the thing is, the script is giving us a reason to think that that's acceptable. I love your insanely low standards for Digimon, where you are gushing about. Can you, no, no, listen, listen to me. Finish. Similar. Let me finish. Your insanely low standards, where you are gushing. Can you believe they gave reasons for actions? It's amazing. Yes, because I'm comparing it with other seasons of Digimon where they haven't explained things. Where I they know. and we've said in multiple parts in Digimon. They could have spent like one sentence or th- in this case, three sentences, just a quick exchange, just explaining what their intentions are and they would have made it a, a brilliant. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking so, about so how, I'm just saying yes. I'm talking about how your stance now reflects on the rest of Digimon. Yes, because we are analysing this show and we are trying to sh- say why Digimon's not fantastic. I still love it. I still think it's it's my favourite. I'm I love so it. glad that's our official goal now. But we, as we're analysing it, I am proud of it when it does things that we usually complain about. And I I think that those those bits should be brought up. Can we also praise the show when they go a whole episode without having a stupid goofy piece of animation? Because <laughs> they haven't done it yet. I haven't noticed as many goofy bits. In... There's, there's a big goofy one in this episode. What is it? When they there's one bit where they zoom in on um uh, Masaru's face when he's talking to Makurimon, his face is all squished together. I, I didn't catch that. It's super funny, and it's even funnier because they have another shot that's like the same angle, but it's normal. Like they drew him fine. I, I don't notice the animation errors, but they're less than Frontier. I haven't seen anyone hovering yet. You know those those bits that it's in every season of Digimon where there's just a scene and there'll be kids standing together? Well, they don't know where the feet go. Yes, but they've layered one character incorrectly and he's probably about, like, in-universe, in it would be about a centimetre off the screen. Yeah. Like, off, off the ground. 
Or when the worst part was resting in your a... feet on the chair that's across the train from you. Yeah, or in my favorite one was in Adventure, and it was quite early on. I think it was uh, Koshiro and Mimi meet up, and there's like the temple, the uh, clue to the Digipass, I think it was called. Okay. And Koshiro is floating, like straight up. He's just floating, like you can see his foot, and it's just it's really really awkward. We I... haven't seen any of those that bad though. I always think about that bit in Food Fight. You remember that movie? Yeah. Where they're kicking around the watermelon. That is just a two D picture that they're sliding around the screen in front of everything yeah <laughs> it's just like that no but the, the, the best one was the uh all the all the in frontier the trains where he went to Ku's looking at the train window and he sees the train like curving but it's but that at, can at a su- at a su- no it's at- I know, but it's like, it looks like he's looking at the back of a train, at the train's side. It is really, really awkward. I don't recall. No, but it is, uh... But the point is, Savers doesn't have anything that's, like, as obvious as previous seasons. Not that we've been paying enough attention for it. Yes, which I, which I appreciate. I don't. It's way funnier when they exist. The teens, which I'm now calling them. The no, teen team. Oh, God. The teen team. Oh, uh, the chosen adolescents. The chosen millennials. The chosen millennials. That's rough. The chosen edgelords. Why? They show up at the Ice Palace. And Akutomon and Falcomon show up. Yeah, I'm calling him Akutomon now. That's his canon name. That's not his name. Canmon. The Fishermon seems surprised to see Akutomon. Well, Fishermon a, knows his name. He seems to recognize the name, yeah. yeah. But I want to point out that he recognizes the name specifically because Masaru says, Akuto! And the Fisherman goes, Akuto! In the dub, Marcus says, Kid! And then the Fisherman goes, Keenan! Which I guess in that in the English implies that he recognizes him physically. Or he knows of... Oh, or no, continuity error. Or... Alternatively, he knows of a child that disappeared. And he says, this child who is in the digital world might be this child. But it's... It's it's, a longer shot. It could be because of the appearance. But, yeah. So, yeah. Marcus says, out of my way, kid. And the fisherman's like, oh, Kenan. I'm like, how do you know? I like him, the original. But to be fair, throughout the dub, so far, Marcus has called him kid. I call him humanoid. I call him humanoid. Hey, isn't that humanoid? Just like Edamon. He's humanoid. Yeah. Maybe Akuto's just Edamon. Before he gets the monkey suit. Yes. Maybe he's Betsumon. And this weird jungle speak is just the beginning of his weird Elvis accent. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gotsumon is trying to make a cave-in and he succeeds. Gotsumon is then seen strangling the fisherman and tells Yoshino and Toma, and I love this part, to drop the machines. Because he doesn't know what the Digivices are and why would he? And I love that. I well, love the fact that they, he specifically says the machines. And that's good because he, they shouldn't know what the name of them is. And to me, I was like, why is he making them drop them? And I think, oh yeah, he knows that Ikuto has one. Yeah, and so he, he, knows what, he knows what they do. They evolve the Digimon. And he's had experience with Ikuto. But he doesn't... Pro- Ikuto probably doesn't know what it's called. Because why would he? No, of course the, not. The teens, they, called, they, they know what they're called because they were said, hey, this is a Digivice. And they go, it is a Digivice. Akuto never had that moment, and if Akuto ever says Digivice without being told, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna scream. But I really like this scene, and it's such like a simple thing. This specifically says, "Drop the machines." If you ever think there's a moment in, in Akuto's life when he's like, "How come I don't pink, I don't poop big pink spirals like everyone else?" I just want to see him where you know they're both pooping, Akuto and Falcomon, and Akuto's just like, "Mine looks different, and mine smells, and isn't pixelated." Why? <laughs> or she's peeing, and everyone's like, "What are you doing? What? What is that?" But we don't see the Digimon pink poop in this season. Because Numemon doesn't throw pink poop. Well, we don't know. It's not the whole season yet. Yes, but I don't remember pink poop ever being in the season. I think they removed the pink poop. Yeah, I think Digimon can resist. 
I'm surprised, honestly. We haven't seen any. We haven't seen Agumon pooping yet. Doing the big pooping. In the dub, Gotsumon just says drop him. He doesn't specifically say machines or whatever. It's not nearly as cool. Yeah, it's not nearly as cool because he just says drop them. And that could mean he knows what they're called. He, it just, I know. I like the fact. And he sounds like he knows what they do. Yeah. In the original, just like, oh, drop those machines. Like, yes, those strange machines. I don't know what they do, but they're strange. <laughs> Sorry, I also just want to mention when they did the cave in bit, when Masaru, like, saves Ikuto, I just. No, that's not that, right? No, it's after the cave in. Saving him from the cliff. Um, when he saves him, I'm just thinking he has He's th- he's like I haven't punched that kid enough yet. I can't let him die now. But it's literally what he says. He says <laughs> I had to save you because we haven't finished our fight yet. I need to kick this shit. Out. Like you can die after, but we have to finish our fight. And I love that because it's so like it's so Masaru. He's saying no one can kill you but me. Look, we're not friends yet. But I want to fight you. <laughs> he would say that. Yo, we're not friends yet. We will be, but we're not yet. I haven't yeah. punched you enough. And when we're, we're friends, we're going to fight all the time. It's going to be great. He doesn't fight Tama all the time. He wants to, but he also lost. No, he didn't. It was really broke even. Yeah. Yeah, but Masaru was salty. He's like a street he fighter. He doesn't. He's just. He's, he lost at boxing. He didn't lose a fight. Yeah, good point. The fisherman calls out to Makurimon and says he wants to ask him a question. And Makurimon tells Gotsumon to bring the man to him. Akuto's wondering why Gotsumon hurt them and why Masaru saved him. And Masaru then says, yeah, it's because we had to finish our battle. <laughs> it's like, well, to be fair, that, that's what Masaru cares about. Like, Masaru's sole motivation for everything he's done in the season are, I want want to fight or I want to punch it. Remember the time he was like, wait, if I take this job, does that mean I go to go to the diddle well and punch things? Like, no, but you do just get to punch things. Good enough! He's just so happy. He's just like, he will take any excuse to punch a thing. It's great. And you know what? They haven't stopped with that character yet. They haven't gotten tired of it. And I've Neither actually, have I. I've actually seen people like on, I saw someone on Reddit say, yeah, Savers got really bad because like after the first couple of episodes, they continued to have Masaru punch things. Well, somebody doesn't like fun. I'm just like, well, it's better than they just drop something that's good after a couple of episodes and forget about it, right? Yeah, like Googling stuff. And we love Atmon, but like Google some things more. They even brought the Google screen back and they didn't search yeah. for anything. I'm so, I'm so tilted. Falcomon says that the humans may be different and these might be different to the ones that killed Yukiduramon and maybe there are good humans. And he's like, no, there are no good humans. I've never met a good human and thus they must not exist. Mercurimon knows the fisherman and he says it's been 10 years. And we find out that fisherman was part of the exploration squad 10 years ago. With their laser guns and their spaceships. The fisherman asks why he has Akuto, and Makurimon says he's like a son to me. In the dub, he says his presence makes me appreciate the human world a bit better. So he's effectively straight up saying in the dub, he's a human. No, I just I just appreciate it. Akuto's like, what? And he originally doesn't say that he, whether or not anything to do with the human world. He just and neither says, should he. He just says he's like a son to me. Which is amazing, because again, like there are no digi-fathers, so what is he feeling? But we show that this, we show that this scene says that Makurimon's not necessarily a bad guy. Oh, we always knew that. Yeah. I, I always felt like that was clear. And he doesn't a, want to die. And for the first time we were introduced to the reason why like just talk wasn't necessarily the like immediate solution. Because sometimes it is, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, this is how I feel. Oh, I get it now. Whereas in this case, it was there was a deal between the expedition force and these Digimon and some humans broke the deal and killed some Digimon and I'm With beginning robots and guns. I'm suspecting that they were not from the expedition force because one of the things that I feel like the show is trying to trick you into thinking is that only dats from Japan could go here which is insane why would that be the case right 
probably is that too. It's probably just really stupid. There's probably some kind of antagonist on the team at the time. The fisherman asks why he hates humans, and he says that humans attacks first. Masaru, meanwhile, is trying to find the others, but Akuda wants to fight. Makumon says how a man, a man made a deal with them. Sorry, hold on a yep. second. Can I just say how cool it would have been if like Masaru was in the room when that happened, or like was listening? He's yeah. Probably not. And because humans, atta- you know, humans attacked first, they broke the deal. Masaru is like, yeah, humanity number one. Punch yeah. first, ask questions later. Yeah, human, fight. Do fight, win, yeah. Do fight, yeah. And yeah, as, as we said, they made a deal and then a human attacked them without warning and killed a large number of Digimon. In the dub, it says several Digimon. Ooh. As opposed to in the original, saying a large number of Digimon. So this is like genocide well, okay, versus genocide is. slight murder. Okay, it's a ma- mass murder is not the same as genocide. Genocide is a very specific thing. Yeah. Genocide would have been if the humans had stated outright our goal is to like rid the digital world of, digi- of Digimon. That might be what they wanted to do though. Okay, we don't know that. It might be. You're the one who's been introducing that word in here. Yeah. So we don't know that. And in this flashback that we got, we see that they had guns. Laser guns. And large robots, which is... Big tentacle spaceship robots. It's a big comparison from the way they came 10 years ago in the Exploration Squad, where they basically just had backpacks and stuff to survive. So the question is, is this his perspective on how the humans were, or is this a different group of humans who had lasers? Well, the dub kind of cuts the uh, all the guns out, yes, it effectively, does. and I'm pretty sure... Seems important. I'm pretty sure it actually edits in scenes that we've seen from a fire in the digital world before. You know what it should do? What? Replace all the guns with lollipops. No, with walkie-talkies. Not with lollipops. <laughs> Which show is it that replaced them all with lollipops? E- oh, no, no, E.T. was walkie-talkies, I have yeah. no idea. No, there is one, it's an anime, it's really bad. Bad. That sounds bad. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has a really bad version as well, where they replace the guns with something else. See, I think Yu-Gi-Oh is like that. That would be something interesting to compare the original with the dub, because I'm pretty sure it's all about death in the original. You like, know, it is. Like, I'm con- going to con- send you to hell consistently. No, and then in oh the, yes, the Shadow Realm. The Shadow Realm is just like oh, trap your That's soul hell. somewhere else. That's just hell, right? No, no. In it's not. It, it's sort of like in the English, it's a well, trapping the Shadow Realm. It means that your soul will go somewhere, but you are able to be rescued, right? In the Japanese version, where it's you you will die. Yes. It's, there's not trap it anywhere. Nothing soul thing. You're just going to die. And I very specifically remember, right? And it's the one that's most obvious. And I just didn't think about when I was a child. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's an episode where every time you lose life, the closer you are to zero, a big buzzsaw blade moves wow. towards your leg, right? And you're trapped in. And obviously in Japanese, it's just going to cut your leg off and you'll die of blood loss. That makes yes. total sense. But in the English, it was a laser blade, and when it touches you, it sends your soul to the Shadow Realm. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the Shadow Realm. Why would they make a buzz saw that does that? <laughs> Why did I never think of that when I was a kid? See, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh, and I stopped for two reasons. My I love par- Yu-Gi-Oh my, so much. My parents were like, this is a stupid show, you shouldn't watch it. I mean, it is. But I also feel like I wasn't motivated by the show, because I felt like the stakes weren't ever high enough. The stakes of, like, they're summoning gods and killing people I left know, like, and right. I, I always felt like the stakes weren't high, but I guess I probably should have just watched the original version if they were actually straight up, like, killing people. The funniest thing is how often the, the game is set up in such a way that the bad guy's plan 
is to risk suicide by card game. You'd think a bad guy would be like, okay, I'm going to put you at risk, and if you lose, then whatever, but I'm not going to put myself at risk. There's a very clear one where the bad guy and the good guy are attached by a chain to an anchor, and then whoever wins gets released from their chain, and then the anchor is dropped, and the person who loses drowns. Sounds fun. That's Yu-Gi-Oh! It's the weirdest show. Coming coming soon to Lost in Translation Mon. Lost in Translation, go. Oh, Lost in Translation, oh. Lost you- in Translation monsters, because it's dual monsters. No, but that's like, that could be anything. There's just so many things that have monsters in them. No, because trans- it's like Translation Mon, but it's Translation Monsters. Okay, I, I guess. Because <laughs> you can have his Lost in Translation Mon, Dash Stirs. Okay, yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah? But Dashes don't, wouldn't work very well, because... I mean, we Lost would, in Translation would... Duel, like that. Lost in Translation Duel. Lost in Translation... Duel. Lost in... Lost in... Duelation Mon... Monsters. I don't know. Can we just move on with this now? We'll move on, we'll move on. So yeah, Mercury One just ends the conversation by trying to kill everyone. Yeah. Meanwhile, Masaru and Akuto are talking, and Masaru says that Digimon don't die, they become eggs. Don't you know that, you stupid idiot? In the original, he's just saying, well... He's just saying, like, he's just stating a fact, well, what he thinks is a fact. In the dub, he says, I can't believe you don't know that when Digimon die, they become eggs. How could you not know that? And he's rude about it, which is completely, like, against his character. It's just like, he's a very polite man. I love him. Not when he's going to fight you. And then Akuto explains that she just disappeared and there was nothing left and she there was no data. Then we get Mercurimon explaining that Digimon aren't reborn and weren't reborn if they've got the data destroyed too quickly and there's no if there's nothing left that's silly. they won't be reborn and I'm like that's fine because it's it says like what makes a Digimon not come back as an egg I thought that'd be like an interesting law oh, the kind of technology you used or if you're particularly gross about the way you do it no it's just if you do it fast. Mm. <sighs> Mercurimon says how humans broke down the wall between worlds to hurt the Digimon. And then Mercurimon starts attacking them. Masaru comes up and punches Mercurimon because it's what he's doing. Yeah! And Mercurimon knows Masaru's father's name. And in the dub, he mentions how the DNA looks familiar to him and then recognizes the name. Yeah, he's like, that Digisol, oh, I've seen that before. The three kids evolve their Digimon to perfect, but their power isn't enough. And Ma- Masaru does the leader thing of saying, now all fire your attacks at the same time and it works. Uh, I... and it doesn't kill him, but he, he says, oh, that actually injured me. Can we just talk about having Atmon, the cool strength? strategy you use is like okay find the blind spots in all the cameras to defeat the bad guy's big advantage and then you know we'll sneak in there and we'll use a good strategy to win or whatever and then all this mainline digimon all they do is now attack more and together and you'll be strong enough to beat the i don't know i think you actually said this is what's going to happen probably i think you said they're going to attack all their attacks at once i'm pretty sure you said it at one point every possibility i mean it's it's uh it's episode 18 it's time to use that tactic apparently It's the time in the plot where they have to all attack at once because the enemy's too bigums. The show is so lame. I mean, they're like Digimon generally. Get be- like they've had ten years or something to get their tropes right. Like just work it out. They managed an Atmon. The attack blasts to get a, the digital gate behind them open. Sort of. We like there was a cut. Co- there was a big door. There was a big door on the way, and now they see it. Not a door room on, just a door. Mercurimon blasts them and they all devolve the child. Fisherman realizes he's Kamimon and he has like this really cool dark gray and green IC and it's really cool. Oh my god, realize is such a terrible word for this because it really sounds like he realized something. He realized. He is Kamimon. He was like, I have a Digimon. He I realized, realized that. He's Kamimon. And then he evolves Kamimon to Gawapamon. 
It's really lame looking. He's like, shut up, it you looks like shut crap. up right it looks this awful. minute. awful, terrible design. He is a kappa. Telling that in instead advance. of a pool of water on it's his not a head, bird, though. he has CDs and it's great and he fires the CDs. Don't give me that face. That no. face, no, it's not great. It's stupid. No, it's great. No, he it's fires dumb. CDs. It's called DJ, DJ Shooter. That's it's really awful. No, shut up. It's, it's crap. Great. Shut up. It's shut so up. bad. Shut up. It's great. It's the lamest thing in the no, world. No. There's nothing no. lamer than this. Even when, okay, when Musimon ripped his pants, it was cooler than the coolest this thing has ever done. Shut up. Yeah, no. No. Ripping pants was awesome in comparison. In the dub, Marcus recognizes Kamimon as the tea guy, and Yoshino is amazed that he fights. In the original, Masaru is just surprised that the old man has a Digimon, so, and only Yoshino says, Kamimon? Do you not want to do the, bo- the bit? Just say specifically, the tea guy, he, he fights? fights? It's great. I love him. So I, I love. I love the tea guy. I can, want him to bring me tea. Can you just hear Masaru's voice? I could have fought him, but I didn't. Know. I could have. Pun- I wanted to punch him all the time. He kept on giving me tea, even when I didn't want it. I could have punched him. That would have been sick. I, love I wanted punching. to punch him. I love punching so much. So yeah, they all get through the gate. And he, he, he was because Guapamon makes a cave in, and they're all able to escape. And Masaru's like, "No fighting, though." And Fisherman's like, "Dude, a, a real man protects his friends." Yeah, and Nikuto gets sorry. Nikuto is carried by Masaru to the real world. It's really cute. Where they land in the water, and then they are found actually six seconds later. But anyway, so in the dub, in the scene where Fisherman says a real man protects his friends, he just says that he has to save his friends, and there's no mention of being a true man. And I don't know. I I, I like when they reference the true man thing because it's what Masaru is always harping on about. And You're it's right. Like, toxic masculine. Should be the theme of the show. Yes, but it's it's what's important to Masara. It's like, oh yes, a true man does this. A real man does this. And the fact that Fisherman seems to know about what what Masara is like, and he's referencing like, well, a real man protects his friends. He just says that he should protect his friends. Yes. So they all escape to the real to the real world, and we see it's Satsuma. And the dub. How does he find them so quickly? Because he's Satsuma. I don't know. But it, did you notice in the dub because of Satsuma's weird angry face that he just is perpetually his face? They gave Satsuma, well, Samson, this really dramatic, this is an evil guy music when he shows up. It's weird. What do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? It's alright. Obviously, it's full of weird questions, but I think that, you know, the old man, sort of his involvement in learning some stuff was interesting. There's and the tea guy, going on. he fights. Yeah, that was alright. What rating? Seven. I gave it a 7.5. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, this I episode was definitely Mon. better than the last one, so... Yeah, now, I still like the last one better, but that's because I, I find the, the backstory relatable. But this episode did have Kamemon and did have Guapamon. He shoots CDs from his head and he's a kappa and I love kappa so much. I love them. Yes. How did this episode compare to predictions in Obnoxious Synopsis? Um, God, what did I say? I think you just said that they would attack at once for memory. That's all I remember. I know, I'm not sure if you said it in the recording or later. I think I said that he would attack them and then he would win and then they'd all barely escape. Which, I mean, like, yeah, it's always real. Happens, but you also said it would be a bad episode. I think it, you predicted a five. It was better than I thought it would be, yeah. What was the major difference between the Japanese and the original version? Or the Japanese and the dub? <laughs> Besides the tea guy, he fights. Um, I just had that moment where Fisherman recognizes Keenan by appearance and not by the fact that Masara is calling him by name. For me, it's the the guns thing. Yeah, that too. When you said the guns are really important to figure out what like Mercurymon thinks happened, that's story relevant, and they're taking it out. 
Do you have any other thoughts about Yoshino's inferiority complex and her not being useful? Uh, no. Like, I, I mean, I went over it already, and the thing is that I think that if I state an opinion, it'll lead to violent disagreement, which we've already had. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive on this point. I realise that. Like, I'm just, I'm really stoked that this this bit, it, it wasn't like how we had in Frontier with Junpei saying, I'm, I haven't evolved yet. It's her not being sad because she hasn't evolved yet. But it's this ongoing trauma that she has about not being good enough or that everyone else is better. Her sisters are better at piano and Toma and Masaru, even though Masaru's just joined, they are stronger than her and they are better better field agents at dats than her. And she's she's useless. She's worthless and she's not good. And she's just worried about this and she doesn't feel like she's adequate enough to be in this team. And I love how her being this way is actually relevant and I really appreciate it. I appreciate whenever Digimon seems to be putting effort into something i appreciate that you enjoy that yeah. however some people like mint chocolate and i don't no one likes mint chocolate so that's how i feel no one likes celery no one likes raisins and no one likes mint chocolate i like raisins shut up you're not human i love raisins you're not human raisins every day go away leave yeah, me alone day, five days a week do you have any particular thoughts about either of these episodes save the shore is happening better than frontier they didn't know yeah, yeah easy for sure thickest better than zero two so far i don't know the problem for me is i know what good digimon's like now i've been watching at one i'll be like i want to know what happens next and try. week we, we have try yeah try's weird though because not like next week to next week it's like over there every couple of months uh, yeah and try is fascinating because i have no faith that it will pay off because there's, there's there's a difference there's a difference between a mystery which is interesting and you think will be good which is what atmon is mm. where i really think the mysteries will pay off and they're confusing but i think they'll do it Whereas in Try, I feel like the mysteries won't. That's really sad. <laughs> what happened with Zero Two Kids? Why is it so confusing? We've had four full movies. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I don't think Try's gonna be boring, because it's not, right? Mm. But at the same time, I really think it's not gonna pay off, like, key mysteries. Do you have any thoughts about how humans actually went in and killed Digimon? Like, it's not just a misunderstanding. Humans went in and just murdered some Digimon. I mean, what are your thoughts about it? I feel like it probably is a misunderstanding in the sense that, like, who really attacked first or what the response was. Alternatively, the most likely option to me is that it's just another group of humans and that no one can tell the difference. Mm. Screenshot of the week this week. Mine was a CD shooter because it's the best thing ever. I love it. What was yours? Mine was Masaru punching Makurimon in the face. No, that's was not... Was it not? No. I thought it was. What did, not... I tell... what did I send you? You sent me the... the the humans with the guns and the robots oh that was awesome yeah yeah no that's right i did that instead you lie to me i had original i had a plan honestly i sent it to you like two hours ago so yeah i know and when i was looking for it i was originally looking for masaru doing the face punch and then i just found that one i'm like no this is good this will do this this works too yeah it wasn't late though digimon introduced we had lilamon what do you think i, I already told you that is a ripoff of lilimon even the name is it doesn't look anything like lilamon sure it's pink and green but you know what's else no, it's pink, pink and green, green. It's flowers a, it's a humanoid fairy shape with a big flower on its head it looks like Lilymon, but drawn badly. No, it's grown up Lilymon. I think Lilymon's a lot up. younger looking. No, Lilymon's an adult. They're just like skinny. Nah, she just looks smaller. I honestly, I think if you just described Lilymon to a mediocre artist, this is what you'd get. What about Marmon? I mean, we've met Marmon before in adventure. Don't ask me. We've met it like four times. Yeah, you're right, but I love him. I know there's something nostalgic about his design if for me. If you want to know my answer, just see the future. Or the past, actually. Yung. 
the Postman Pat this week. First up, we have an iTunes review on iTunes, which Jay is going to read out. It says, Super Ultimate Level Digimon Podcast. It's five stars from The Time Optimist from the USA from September 10th, especially not that long ago. And it opens with, Lost in Translation One is the best Digimon podcast. Oh, it's Aww, so nice. He's nice. Um, this was a really nice review. I was really happy to read it. An incredibly interesting podcast in general. Both of the hosts have a unique dynamic, sorry, Uniku dynamic, and a refreshing chemistry between them. Really respect all the hard work May puts into producing the podcast. Yeah. It would have been easy for her to say she wouldn't re-record previous podcast episodes they lost due to technical difficulties, but she soldiers on and still produces content on time for people to listen to every week. Yeah. May is a model of consistency and has superhuman work ethic. I'm May Shindramon. That's true. I also enjoy and appreciate pointing out the inconsistencies and flaws in Digimon writing. It is far from a perfect anime franchise, and his voice is one that the fandom has been missing all of these years. Whoa! That's that's high praise. I'll take that. It's good. It's, it's To be honest, like, yeah, people have often said, oh, Digimon is amazing, and I think we've needed, like, the, the critical analysis of, well, actually... I'm not the hero you deserve. I'm the hero you need. <laughs> you, I was born into this fandom. You just merely adopted it. I didn't adopt anything. If I adopted this kid, I'm his, I'm, his abusive stepdad, a funny joke here? No. <laughs> For a fandom? No, oh, man, that's rough. I'm not going with that one. Sorry, everyone. Your uh, real mum died. The fandom's in... real mum died. Oh, Jesus. Uh, if you're in search of a podcast that takes a critical look at Digimon, Lost in Translation one is the one you need. Yay! This is a weekly poll. And Jay will again read the comments and I'll read the results. So this time the question was... Which season had the best death or hospital scene? Adventure, Zero Two, Tamers, Frontier, or Savers? We got one from Vincent who says that Tamers had the best hospital scene because they felt it was the most emotional and impactful when compared with the other hospital slash death scenes. Jury's flashback was pivotal for the plot of the final arc, while the other flashbacks were more uh, for development of the characters. Ken's flashback comes at a close second, um, but they feel it acts more as a redemption arc than as an impactful moment. Empamoto says... Uh, they voted for the Tamers hospital scene because it is the one that stuck with them um, and the one that traumatized them as a child. Well, that would make it stick it, with it you. It would, it would. And close second would be Ken's Osamu Ichijoji. Oh, no, that's that's the brother. Yeah. Uh, from Adventure Zero Two, uh, not so much for their scene itself, but for the re- repercussions of it. The event was one of the phases that led to Ken becoming the Digimon Emperor. Yes. Ellie Vork says they were tempted to vote for the Savers one because they do like Thomas' episode and Savers always needs more love, but they're going for Tamers in the end because Jury's hospital scene is probably more their favorite scene in the entire series. Um, they also, they like messed up characters and that was the scene that showed just how messed up Jury was. And Chakmon says uh, they picked Savers because they couldn't get over young Tomah crying and the implied uh, blame for the death is something he carries. I was going to vote for Frontier because it was the only happy ending where tears created magic or adventure because he carries death, uh, near death, pushed um, an Onichan ethic onto Taichi very early in his life. To be honest, they're all good scenes, very emotional in their own way. They got suckered into the young Tomah bawling his eyes out. So sad. So this poll had 21 votes. In last place was Frontier with zero right. votes. Good. Fantastic. Oh, and what would you vote, by the way? Because I would say Tamers. Well, okay. If, if 
Um, if the kid had died, I would have voted for Frontier, but unfortunately he didn't, so it doesn't get my vote. So <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm I'm, not, I'm I'm abstaining from this vote. Oh, okay. I don't care. Anyway, so second place, Adventure, three votes. Third place, Savers. No, no, fourth. Sorry, uh, second last place was Savers with two votes. Then Adventure with three votes. It sounds like Tame is one with an overwhelming majority. Second place was Adventure Zero Two with seven votes, and Tamers with nine votes. Oh, I wasn't. Over- Overwhelming. Yeah. Fair enough. What was in Zero Two? Zero Two was Sam. Who? Osamu. Oh, Ken's right. Brother. Ken's thing. Yeah, yeah, got it. Because, yeah, it did, did sort of shape the first half of the season. Everyone's just getting mashed by cars in this series. Yeah, and it was very similar to the Savers one. But I think it's either Tamers or Savers for me. It'd be funny if, like, the one who hit Ken's brother was Taichi's dad when he was drunk. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> but, like, we never found out. That is so rough. It, never, it was never really relevant just it could have been um so we have a bunch of uh emails as well well we have some things from last week because jay ah, wasn't right. present and jay wanted to address ones that were straight just asking him questions so jay you can read those because i'm not wearing my glasses and i'm also very tired so apparently i can talk you so we got one from ryuchi who says who mentioned that i can talk may into changing opinions and ratings and wondering if may can do the same to me and the answer is very rarely i tend to hold opinions very strongly and also, I, I tend to give up because i just don't like confrontation yeah it's not because you're wrong yeah, I'll, I'll often, like, in arguments, I'll just surrender, even if I'm right. Yeah, that's that's mature, sure. What? I just don't... Because I, I just don't want to fight. If, if you were right, you'd be able to adequately argue your case. No, sometimes I just don't think it's worth it. Well, then you must not be right. It's, it's not... No, it's not much with you. It's in any argument or anything that happens. I'm just kind of like, well, going on and on isn't going to solve anything, so... We got one from on Tumblr from Trickstar Holly Angel, who previously was IRL Yuya. Uh, and it was a call out to Jay who says that Palmon having an injury after devolving didn't make sense but I also complained that in Tamers Terramon didn't have a scar on his face when he first evolved from Gargamon and that's true I did say that but at the same time it's established the rule didn't it like uh, yeah I'm upset that that didn't maintain yeah, but, but it doesn't season. maintain you constantly say oh yeah that was a different yeah, universe well, different season different rules how much evidence do we have about how this works good point also I still think it would have been really cool if Terramon had that yeah through the whole season he's just it got the sick yeah. um also Ta- uh tamers is like a really weird show that could have pulled it off because yeah. it was more realistic that way and now on to this week's letters we got one from an anonymous who's on tumblr who says hello guys uh i'm a relatively new listener to your podcast and had a what if question they'd like to pose uh, if we had the opportunity to give any season of digimon uh you've watched a do-over to improve it which season would it be and which is of the most and frontier. what would you change it's frontier Fr- because frontier the thing was frontier it could have been interesting it could have been amazing i mean if only anyone had ever tried we have gone through this a lot about why frontier could have been amazing because it had such it had some pretty decent groundwork it had some good stuff it just never went anywhere with these good ideas if you want a really detailed answer to this question go to our like end of frontier recap episode and it might have been savers when we went on to the your rewrite might have been savers oh yeah i think it might have been maybe a week afterwards yeah but like i i have like a 20 minute discussion or something we have like a long thing where i just lay out exactly how frontier would have changed to be good i think and how i would have rewritten the whole thing so yeah i frontier needs the change more than anything else because it's a non-functional season everything else at least 
has a story that you can follow. Even Zero Two, even though it's crap. Um, we got one from another anonymous who says that Drew's hospital scene was the worst. That's a it's a radical I think, opinion. I think it's the worst that it's the best. Maybe who knows? Yeah, that's all. That's that's all it says. We got one from a different anonymous who says just for our information, in episode 119, we talked about Digimon remembering their past life after hatching, but in Data Squad Canon, Digimon don't normally remember um, their past lives after they're reborn. That's why Godzimon is so shocked that Biomon remembered Christy. Uh, he shouldn't have been able to do that. I yeah, no, I, I think I think remember. I think that is said. I don't remember discussions of how they remember their past lives. I mean, if it seems like Biomon does. I think it might be different if you are paired with your compatible partner. Maybe, maybe that's the exception to the rule. Who knows? We got one from Trickstar Holly Angel who says on the topic of the idea of fusing Minerva with Leviathan. This is this is that one spoilers. Yeah. You might want to skip two three minutes ahead. Uh, have we watched season three of Yu-Gi-Oh GX? No. I haven't seen any of Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Uh, that season's villain was focused on using magic and souls to create super polymer- polymerization, which is a card, uh, to fuse several worlds together. Oh my god, Yu-Gi-Oh is the stupidest thing in the world. Gameplay-wise, it fuses things on either field together. On either field? Uh, from the other the, from the other guy's stuff? Uh, it ended with the main protagonist, who the villain goes way back with, forcing them to choose themselves and him as a material for a fusion, which leads to a relationship similar to that of Yugi and Yami or... Oh my god, it combines the people. Wow. Okay, so the important thing to note about Yu-Gi-Oh! is that none of the stuff that's happening is actually happening. They're all holograms. But the implication is that the game is inherently Egyptian magic. So even the holograms are kind of real. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Yu-Gi-Oh! hilarious. I love that show, but I know it's awful. Um, We got one from Grey Tanuki, who says that they're sure that someone's beat them to it. But recently, we've wondered about the Kingdom Hearts series on the podcast and how to play them. Uh, right now, every game in the series is available in one form or another in two collections for the PS4. They definitely recommend trying them if we're interested. I should probably do this and then stream it on our YouTube. Do you have, like... I have a PS4. Like No, I mean, like, 200 hours worth of time. Yeah, they're, like, sure. They're I can all find, long I can, games. I, I can pull out that many hours, probably, from somewhere. You fall asleep at 8 o'clock. Um, we got one from P96822, um, who says, What is our least favorite method of the heroes getting their strongest forms? There's his frontier and try. My answer to that is getting hit with arrows. No, I, but okay, I, I can't really speak because that was nostalgic that I, I like so that. so stupid. I'd, I'd say Frontier, but mainly because it effectively gets rid of the other kids being useful characters but and it, isn't ancient evolution. At least Frontier made sense. Like, it was consistent within Jay, the world. it was a prophecy. It was a prophecy that was only introduced two minutes before yes. it happened. Yes, it was an adventure. It was an adventure prophecy. It's clearly the arrows, by the way. Um, we got one from Mormon Nerd who says they actually like how Thomas Thomas' dream was handled. How they interpreted how they interpreted was not uh, that he overcame anything, but that the experience was not only brought strong negative emotion uh, that overwhelmed Metal Phantom on spell. I thought it was more that he sort of had the positive side of it too, and that's what did it. Yeah, I thought, um, it, was, I thought it was the positive side. Which also side, allowed yeah. him to access ultimate perfect level. Speaking about how about someone. Uh, who had a parent die at a young age, they really identified with that emotion and it was believable. And you know what? That's that's the thing. I, my, yeah. my parents died, so I don't have that connection. In the same way that May had a connection to Yoshi's thing, and I don't have mm. that either. Um, if if, if, I ended, if I identify with anyone, it's Masaru. Because you like to punch <laughs> I love things. love to fight. Um, it's just not with fists most of the time. Uh, the only explanation they can think of about how Marcus and Toma, and Toma didn't get the disease is because Yoshino wasn't infectious yet, and how she got it, they have no idea. 
And one thing to understand about the translation of Savers is that Jeff Nimoy, um, he's in, he, the intent is not a faithful translation. He looks at all the episodes and cite his own narrative spin for the Western audience. Um, and we should wait to see uh, what he did with it before questioning if certain changes mess the story going forward. And that's fair enough. I think it's a, it's a weird way of going about it because if you think a show is good enough to bring over, it's any change you're going to make to it substantively is a risk. Yeah, that might translate. It might and make the show worse. Um, and I, I feel like you should spend your effort when you're making changes to make something better. Whereas a lot of time you go, that's made it objectively worse. Why would you bother? Yeah, no, I see. I see what you mean. Mostly with other seasons, though. We go from Ellie Vorg who says they find Thomas' character really interesting, but they have to admit that as, as much as they enjoy episode fifteen for how much raw emotion we see from him, the events shown in the flashback aren't as strongly connected as they could be to the things we learn later about Thomas that make him so interesting. Uh, Jay, meaning me, has really a really good point about how his mother's death was sort of Thomas' own fault, and this fact probably did influence how careful and meticulous he is these days. I'm not just saying it is his fault; it is a little bit, but I mean, like, I could totally. See Tom having the capacity to really believe it's his fault and therein lies gravitas um it would have been really good for the episode to emphasize that more uh though they love savers as it is now they're actually um also enjoying hearing jay suggest ways in which the favorite series of theirs could have been even better and that's i guess the difference between this and frontier the frontier is like this needs to be fixed it's awful which isn't like it's fine it can be better though mm. um master may not be traumatized as such by his father's absence but that doesn't mean it hasn't had an effect on him kids with normal upbringing don't just become japan's number one street fighter at the age of 14 um by this point it was already clear that uh, masaru's obsession with manliness and a f- drive to fight and become stronger had something to do with the fact that his dad was missing he's just dealing with it very well and using it to push him forward rather than hold him back the only reason we think he's, he's dealing with it well is because we haven't introduced the idea of risk in that the police might arrest him for street fighting if we did that and all of a sudden he was like a punk right because he's doing something illegal he's got the delinquent suddenly hair. he wouldn't be dealing with it well despite acting the same yep um, and they, say, they continue they really dislike the dub's casting of Falcomon's voice episode 16 makes it clear that Falcomon is a child um, he's almost like Ikuto's brother and Yuki Daruman was like a mother to him too in the original his voice sounds appropriately childlike but in the dub he's weirdly posh British adult um, this is completely at odds with his behavior and backstory and must give people watching the dub a very different impression of him as a character more like he's Keenan's babysitter than his equally uh, naive friend and brother and that's true that is the impression I get yeah um and when masaru was saying that falcomon wouldn't betray them it wasn't just about him being sort of friends now it's because falcomon's courage in coming to wanderer's cape uh, even though he was scared meant he was a man in masaru's eyes and masaru's idea of men is that they don't betray people who have helped them this is another nice indication that masaru's concept of manliness isn't about physical strength or even really about gender it's about how you behave as a person yeah and i like that and that's what i think i don't think that he's a huge misogynist i actually think that he's i i've always thought that he may be a, a feminist and that that that's great i mean it's never explicitly said but i yeah i agree i don't think it's like a man is a man a man you know men it's not to do with gender it's just like a man is a good person what you'll you'll be really clear when he starts giving those speeches to yoshi i i want him to i'm just like yoshi you are a true man and she's like ah. <laughs> we got one from with on with the will from a taru taru man i think i got it uh, he says regarding Atmon another fantastic episode though they're a bit disappointed that we didn't notice the parallel to the first opening during Gatchmon's speech 
In Dive, uh, Gatron appears from the sky in front of Haru and scans him with his magnifying glass. Here, it's almost seen uh, shot for shot. Um, it's like a really nice nod. I'm so mad I didn't get this when we watched it, but oh my gosh, it's completely like the, the first intro. I just didn't think about it. It's so good. I'm, I'm so mad that I missed that. It's it's a really nice parallel. It's great. Thank and you f- thank you for pointing that out to us. And finally, we got one from Shackman who says, a question about the digital world in Savers. The circuit boards in the sky are a cool effect, but what was the with the letter-shaped sea glass on the beach um, as they reach Wanderers Cape in episode 16? It looked like alphabet soup on the beach. The answer is digital world is weird yeah I love the digital world weirdness and I say this basically every season when we're introduced to the digital world digital world weirdness is great also I guess the real answer is the internet contains English letters so I guess they're on the beach now they found mm. some spam sites uh, episode 15 uh, with regards to the episode 15 I imagine uh, they felt like the blame on Tama was implied with young Tama being so desperate to go to the festival um, Data Squad avoided this because it's too much for Americans and that's true but like seriously just have him like say oh my god it's my fault it's not even like that's ham-fisted he just thinks it out loud that's fine um and they say it's amazing that i could predict spiders in episode 15 and a great line from this past podcast was jay saying that he thought yoshino fainted because sunflower was actually effective in battle that was great though <laughs> and regarding atmon again um what oh, no, regarding atmon was the last one we saw yeah uh regarding atmon in this case they want to see a redemption uh and they agree with me on um, not liking how haru is reacting and also, Eri is awesome. Eri is awesome. Eri's Assuming great. that is a redemption for... I, I don't for want to spo- you, I'm not sure how much I want to spoil. For that character yeah. that we've been talking about for the last couple episodes. Yeah, and Haru's reaction to what's happening at the moment. Hey guys, you should have watched Atmon. It's a good show. Yeah, watch Atmon. Like, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to watch Atmon. Like, no, watch Atmon. Like, or at least give Atmon a try. I feel like it's... It's better than a lot of Digimon. You know, it weirds me out that a Digimon fan would ever think that Atmon's concept sounds stupid because Atmon's concept is exactly the same one as Dig- as Digimon's concept. But rather than Agumon being a lizard, they said you're a specific program on the computer. And also a lizard. The only difference is that rather than being focused on PCs, it's focused on phones. But Which, whatever, that's the fair, same it, thing. It's also like, it's it's updated for the kids, like for the for the now kids, not the then kids. Like, sure, analog things were funny and having, you know, you know RGB, RCA cables just hanging around, that was funny. You don't see that now. In, in like, you do, when, when have you ever, when, when have kids now used RCA cables? It's all HDMI like, and DP. Yeah. I use them if I do Let's Plays, but that's because I've got a PlayStation 1 what I want to do a Let's Plays on. And that's what they guess guess what they have three rca and my ps2 has five rca Woof. all right everybody just for the next episode of case closed the truth about kinan oh the target is a kuto got simon's plot and the Cryer family reunion. Oh, rescue mother, Akuto, Hagramon's cage. Weekly wonders this week. Mine is Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls, because I have to finish it before the, the next Danganronpa comes out in October. Have I talked about Yakuza? I don't know. No, I would have talked about it last week, but I wasn't here last week at the end. Yakuza, I'm playing Yakuza 0, and Yakuza's hilarious, because it's like, at its core... It's this really, like, serious story about the Yakuza in Japan and this one, like, new guy who's only been in it for, like, a couple of years and he's trying to get his feet and he's trying to be important in the, in the Yakuza and then he ends up getting, like, framed for murder and the entire plot is, like, a real estate thing about this, like, th- three-meter-square area of real estate in, like, to- in, the- in Kamurocho in Tokyo. It's super weird. It's, like, a weird story. 
it's like down to earth and cool but then the game's super wacky and strange so on one hand that's the main storyline is like really like oh people are getting murdered and it's super serious on the other hand like you go and uh you have to help a girl out because she's been like drawn into a ring of these girls from her high school who are selling their underwear and you you help her not do that anymore or there's another one where like you're just being chased around by this big naked guy (laughs) Um, and there's your you you run into one of the hazards in the map whose name and his name is Mr. Shakedown. He's like this eight foot tall dude whose goal in life is to be the strongest organism alive. And so if he sees you, he will fight you and steal all of your money. Cool. <laughs> oh god, Mr. Shakedown is so weird. Anyway, that game is really sick. And there's six more Yakuza's after this one. And the best thing ever is that Yakuza 1 is from two, is from PlayStation 2. I, th- I think, yeah, it's from PlayStation 2 and it's really old. But they just put out this thing called Yakuza Kiwami, which is a total rebuild of Yakuza 1, but now on the PS4 and it looks great. and looks like a totally new game. Cool. But with all that old story, that's really good. And it's, it's sort of my favorite thing that they've been doing. Like Final Fantasy 7, they're going to do that too. And that's going to be sick. Because I've never wanted to play Final Fantasy 7. Because, well, I, I kind of tried and I'm just like, it's too old now. Like the, I can't... the graphics, like Cloud's hand, look like paintbrushes honestly to me it's not even the graphics to me it's like the design of the game the reason people played through that entire game is because they were 12 and they didn't have anything else to do yeah. but for me I'm just like I'm wandering around and the, the game is really badly signposted I'm not saying it should always tell you this is where you go but I never felt like I had a clear sense of like what the hell is happening here at all so I couldn't get invested in any way but I think when it's clearer what's going on because the graphics will be nice then that'll be good I'm a little bit afraid that game is going to get released in like seven parts and they'll all cost $60. I thought that was what's happening. I thought it was like an episodic thing. I think that might be where I'm getting it from and that sucks. No, I thought that was a fact. Oh, that's bad. Like that's why I stopped looking forward to it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to play that if it's episodic. The only thing that would make it okay is if they called each episode like disc one, disc two and it just follows like where the discs were. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But then they have to be be reasonably priced as well. Yeah, not like $70 each. They they will be in Australia. Final Fantasy $70. The link dump will be linked in the description and this week's weekly poll is Lilymon or Lilamon? Obviously Lilymon. Don't was, even bother. I was scraping the, bo- the bottom of the barrel this week. Boy, were you. You can find our screenshots of the week and our weekly wonders linked in the description. And they're also in our link dump. Our red bubble is also linked in the description and we have the new design and you can get more than just shirts. So please check it out. A little bit comes up to us and it's great. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode and message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at Translationmon on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and a red thread in the Digimon subreddit. And we'd appreciate if you were to view us on iTunes and on Stitcher. Please inflate our egos. <laughs> it's always really nice, I'm not gonna lie. And we have a website, and you can vote in our weekly poll, and you can check out the upcoming release schedule. We have a Google Calendar where you can see when we're releasing all episodes, and you can see that we release like 12 episodes this month, or we will be by the end of the month. Time to die. You can also donate to our, on our Patreon, which is linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to a listener Slack chat group. But there are higher levels with more things like exclusive notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our current Patreon supporters, Sam Krieger, who has a podcast called The Moncast, which looks like Pokemon and 
Digimon, Stevie, who is Stevie Padamon on Tumblr and is currently taking commissions there, Wu Qinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wu Qinglong, Metal Mamemon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki and the number one on YouTube, Chuckmon, Eastwell Bumba, Hiro Alato, who is at Hiro Alato on Twitter, Jason Morosky, Ryuchi, who is Frost Moragic on Archive of Our Own, Stephen Reeves, who is at Wildlink64 on Twitter, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Chisai, who you can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, Kyle, The Lady Bugman, whose anime blog you can find at baguburagu.wordpress.com, Small Wolfie, who is also who is on Topasic as Small Wolfie and is a comic there called Eden of Melancholy, Tom, Glitchgoat, Azra McCool, Nicholas, Gene Hackmon, Matthew, Anthony, who is at Anto Classic on Twitter, Lismet, who is a Lechmon on Tumblr, Sithobi, Ellie Vorg, who is Ellie Vorg on Tumblr, Sporky McForkenspoon, who has a Digimon podcast called Going Digital, Megan, Kyliek, Neobu, Jams, and The Time Optimist. You can also make one donation on our PayPal, which can be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash Make sure this is a good podcast. See you guys next time. Bye! Bye.